you guys for joining us and uh, sticking with us here for Lemon City Live podcast hour number two. This is brought to you by Big Brother Express. For all your moving and logistical needs, whether you're moving across town or across the state, call our boy Frank at 305-767-8513 or visit bigbrotherexpress.com. That was an enlightening uh, first part. I think yeah. we, we definitely uh, did more pee-pee talk than I've ever done before, yeah. which was, hey, I'm... I'm down. We didn't seem too uncomfortable. I've done more. more. And if it's and if it's you know to keep the trend going weird, we're going to do a little poo poo talk now in a little bit. And uh, oh, it's, sti- <laughs> it's stick and poop jokes here. It's stick and poop jokes here all day. Hour number one. And now <laughs> hour, hour number, number two. two. I did, yeah, there you go. That's you good. caught on. It's going to shit. <laughs> so um, so in this uh, this part of the second part of the Lemon Ticket Live podcast, we'll do a little dive into a little um, little basketball talk here. We got a little MLB, and we also have a really cool interview that we did with Mike Oz earlier. We're going to play that for you guys. Uh, Mike Oz, the uh, creator of old uh, old baseball cards, a web series that he does, and he's also a fellow podcaster on the Yahoo Sports MLB podcast. Oh, oh, we'll post the links up for both of those things up with the episode and uh, on our website, LemonCityLive.com. Really, really cool. Uh, very kind enough to uh, share his time with us all the way from the West Coast. So that'll be uh, upcoming here in a few. But um, it's, okay, you now before we came back on the air, you guys were talking about Scott. And, you know, we had to mention Scott's name. I saw Scotty Doesn't Know um, Euro Trip this weekend. Oh, yeah? Okay, dude, is it... It's... Okay, Euro Trip or Road Trip? Uh, Man. Which one had uh, uh, Tom Green? Road, Road Trip. trip. Okay. Road Trip. Yeah. Is, that, is, that, is that a deal breaker for you? <laughs> no, I love Tom Green. <laughs> he, Tom he's an innovator with uh, reality TV. He's In a, a weird way. He's the Freddy Got Fingers. Yeah. Right? He's, oh, my God, that's the worst movie ever. But <laughs> Freddie got fingered, and I've said it a million times, but it's so bad. It is movie. bad. So bad. But it gave us sausage. such a good line. Yeah, it gave us that one good line. You know, Daddy, would you like some sausage? Oh, <laughs> Daddy, yeah. would you like? I've some never seen sausage? the fucking movie. That's yes. all I know. But you know the yeah. song. It's so bad, bro. Oh, wait, no, no. He also had Drew Barrymore for like yeah. twenty-five minutes. Yeah, he was with yeah. Drew Barrymore. Unbelievable. But but what about? Okay, so road trip. Pays or Euro what do you got? What do you guys got? I saw Euro Trip this weekend, and it still holds up, bro. I still love that it's, movie. Euro Trip, like I like it. I'll watch it. It's not like really. Yeah, I've never bro. seen either of these movies. Oh, now you're dating yourself because these are old movies, bro. You never saw Euro Trip. Am or I dating Road myself, Trip? or do I just not relate with the kids? What does that mean? No, no, no. You're dating. So these are funny movies, bro. <laughs> no, I'm sure they're funny. Funny, I, funny I, is the language for all ages. Yeah, but, but you, but you know what though? Like I'm terrible <laughs> about like getting to like see movies. Like I'm, I'll, like I'll see something come out in the movie theaters. I'm like, yeah, I'll wait. Oh, then you, you'll be part of our podcast. You know, the two months too late podcast, which is a movie <laughs> no, podcast. No, no, no. I'm the worst guy about. I actually movies. can't relate to that. Story. I'm, I'm older. If you have ten years too late, I'll join that. Okay, podcast. well then we'll probably do that because I'm the last guy to watch everything. Have you seen Avengers yet? When was the last time you went to the movies? Uh, wait, like, <laughs> when you make that noise, mm, that means <laughs> all the time. Man, we might okay. Shit, so the, you... the last movie, like, movie at the movie theater that yeah, I went yeah, to, yeah. uh, you know what? No, it was, uh, The Age of Ultron one. Okay. But I'm gonna tell okay. you right now, it was pretty. late. I went with, like, a bunch of people, and I slept through the fucking thing. Because ah, it was one of those 3D numbers, and the second that I put those glasses on, I got just clunked out. <laughs> I, I literally, oh, I, I threw no, away, movie. Tw- I threw away 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh, man, that sucks. But have you seen, have you, did you go back and watch it, like, on, on, on TV or or no man right? now, like, so now I gotta catch up movies? with all the other shit oh bro okay so yeah you're like, I haven't seen me. Black Panther yet and that one I actually said oh I'd like to go see that in the movie theater and, yeah. then, and then bleh <laughs> you're worse than me okay <laughs> life got see? in the way yeah, yeah. He, he, I, I'm usually the barometer these guys are always make fun of me because they're they're more up to date and I'm like the last guy to see everything 
I, it wasn't just till the other week that I, we were able to talk about the uh, the latest. Uh, what is it? The Avengers. Infinity, Infinity War. The Infinity War. Because yeah. I finally saw. It. I was the last guy to see it, but I, apparently you. I'm assuming you haven't seen it. No. Okay. I mean, I, well, <laughs> like I think I already know like what happens because they had all the like, stupid memes of like people like disintegrating. So, yeah. Like, but I'm okay with that because like sometimes like I don't mind if like if I know the end of it. You know? Okay. Because yeah. by the all time right, I so. get to go see it, I forgot. Spoiler: They all die. <laughs> and you know what? And that's cool. That's cool. Because when I see that movie in 2027, yeah. I'll be all like, oh, fuck it. They all died. Oh, yeah. What do I feel like I knew that? <laughs> so that's what happened. All right. Well, um, no, I'm pretty bad at it. But you know what? Like, uh, let me ask you. These movies, these trip movies that you're talking yeah. about, are they on Netflix? Oh, for sure. Well, Stream, actually, streaming? They're old. They're, we're talking about movies no from like, like early 2000s. These are like at least 15-year-old movies, I think. I think, well, actually, hold on. Eurotrip? Your was 2003, Netflix, yeah. Sometimes Netflix don't have the right to certain movies. Yeah. It was on HBO this weekend, yeah. so I was, it just happened to come out, and I was like, ah, shit. Well, anyway, Eurotrip, I think. Is, and the only reason I know that, I, wanted, I tried to watch The Curious uh, Life of Benjamin Button, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and oh, I couldn't yeah. find it on Netflix. I had to go to uh, Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. And you know, true story? Never seen that movie. Me either. Oh, you tripping. Yeah, I haven't it's seen good. it either. It's good. See, he yeah. saw it. Yeah. Damn, Well, no, man. because somebody left when me a movie. DVD of it. Oh, well, he saw it, dude. That's the problem. <laughs> I'll be honest. When you guys first started, like, there's these things, I was like, why the fuck are they talking about those National Lampoon movies from the 80s? Chevy Chase? What the fuck? Because yeah. <laughs> I was about to go, like, hey, guys, Big Ben. But then, like, I would have been a real, like, oh, mm-mm, dated. I liked, uh, I think out of, the, one of the last ones they did, uh, Vegas Vacation. In the 90s, you remember mm-hmm. yes. Vegas Vacation? I always thought that one was super funny. Nick Papa Giorgio mm-hmm. with, <laughs> remember Papa Giorgio? He, he wins yeah. everything. Vaguely. Oh, man. He's, uh, the kid, oh, so Rusty wins everything. That was his fake ID, <laughs> Nick Papa Giorgio. One of my best movies in, like, well, I'd say late 80s, early 90s, was huh? The Lost Boys. Oh, man. The little, back before Vampires Glowed and Sparkled and shit. Man, that yeah. was, like, that's that's that like the, the original gothic movie. That was yeah. one of the yeah. best movies. I was young when I saw that. That had everybody in it. Yeah. Yeah. The Feldman kids. The Dead Corey. Corey. Or is that too soon? Corey? What? The dead Corey? Yeah, the dead Corey. No, and, then, and, then the, and then the other weird Corey whose career is technically dead, but like Feldman. a vampire Feldman. keeps going. Yeah. He's Corey Feldman. His He's, career is dead. The other one is literally dead. Feldman's the one that has like the weird like dancing career. Well, yeah. He or singing. Weird thing. singing. Like he's, he's got some weird thing, but he's also the one who's calling, who's kind of like the Jose Canseco of, of the entertainment world where yeah. Canseco oh, yeah. outed out like all these people for yeah, steroids. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. This guy's been saying that, with that the, Hollywood the, is full of like pedophiles right, and, yeah, pedophile and, and sexual abuse. Right. Yes, I heard his facts today. And yeah, that. and now it's yeah. coming out that a lot of people are like, you can't trust anybody anymore. So it, it was, you, it was a rumor out there and I'm giving it as a rumor that a lot of people who got big budget, got into a big budget movie mm-hmm. and had to blow. You had to blow someone. Yeah. Did, uh, did, what's his, what's his name? Did, didn't Terry Crews? Didn't Terry Crews just come he, out? He just, he, yeah, just, yeah. he just had some Congress thing. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he testified about in Congress. Yeah, he yes. was talking about... He got he groped. Was, like, by full disclosure, man. he was like, oh, well, he was holding my penis. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, that's why they say a lot of guys who are major stars, I can't say names because I'm not 100% clear, but if you see somebody who just got big out of nowhere, they blew somebody. Yeah. But he was. Yeah, yeah. I think Terry Crews was saying that about like uh, the fact that he wasn't gonna be part of like Expendables Four, like that. Like he got like really? lowballed that way. Yeah. Wow. So even recently, like yeah, I that's. Just, I mean, I I had no idea they were on Expendables Four. I, thought, I don't see. Yeah, you know, I thought I, two I, just you took came the out. Words, you took the words right out of my mouth. I didn't even. I thought it was just a tomb. Yeah, I didn't even know it was a four, and said, I never saw one or two. Yeah, he said they said that occurred like at some party. He was there with his wife. Like he got cornered by some dude and like, grabbed his dick. Back to the peepee talk. Yeah. And then like <laughs> next a, thing, next thing that man. happened. Yeah, Terry Crews is not like I would not walk up to him and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Well, yeah. okay, Terry Crews. Where's the first place you go to with Terry Crews when you think of Terry Crews? Where's the white chicks? 
White chicks? Yeah. No, oh, yeah. no. The, like cheeseburger the, ready, man. The, That's where I go to. The, 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 the everybody hates Chris. The dad, all the dad, Chris, and everybody. Well, what, yeah. Where did we, where did he? What was his 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 calling out party? Oh, was? I don't know what his signature role is. What I mean, that's I think it's uh, Friday after next. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When yeah. when he was in the hall, yeah. he was like he's when Tupac came on and he started getting oh Tupac. Oh, he, he was start, like the the Debo. Uh, he was like he just got a prison. He was, he was yeah. the Debo replacement. He was because that was Tiny Sue's listing. Yeah, if you go to that yeah. scene, you'll see him like with Tupac. He's like, oh, fuck, yeah, I love that Tupac shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Craig and Danny will scare him. No, wait a second, wait. Terry <laughs> Crews always talks that way. Yeah, but he has a very choppy, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like he's always like trying to like not say everything. I like, I like them. In I'm telling you, I, I always go to. I think the first time I noticed him, or that I could recall that he was like significant, was in uh, the Longest Yard when longest he was yard, Cheeseburger yeah. Eddie, man. Yeah. You know, I got the fries yeah. across yeah. your eyes. Yeah. You're being a big bitch. <laughs> You're being a big, big bitch. <laughs> The guy knocks out and just throws a cheeseburger at him. He's always struck me like off, you know, camera persona, like yeah. a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard he is, like he is. He I've is. heard from and a lot of, of uh, interviews and stuff that I've seen that he is like super down to earth. And it's and it's like if you see the footage of him like testifying in front of Congress, it's like my God, like this guy is just so like open. And, yeah, like, he was real. Well, he also hurt. Like, he also had hand. that revelation where he came out and said he was addicted to porn. Yeah, like madly, madly addicted did, yeah. to porn that it caused it was costing him his marriage, everything. Like he just yeah. could not focus. Like he would What's constantly that preacher be watching who was porn. A, that preacher who was uh, Rick, not. I think it's all of us. No, it was the preacher, <laughs> the black guy who sings rap. Uh, the black guy. Did he do rap? I'm not, I'm not walking into he that. Was one. I'm not walking into that. He was MC Hammer. No, no, no. He was common. I got it. I can't forget. No, Mace no, 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 was a rapper. Then he he's became a preacher. preacher. He's a preacher that raps while he's preaching. Oh, Kirk uh, Franklin. Thank you, to Kirk Franklin. Oh, Kirk I was Franklin. right. Okay. Yeah, Kirk Franklin. He was he was really addicted to porn too. Oh yeah. 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 Well, well, here's the question. He want to open a kind of porn. Do, do, yeah, exactly. Like, do they ever tell you what kind of porn? Because if you tell them, like, oh, like I like you know, like you know, two girls, one guy. I'm like, all right. We had that conversation. Oh, I don't know if it was us. I said. I think we had that conversation off the air. No, we we said we said. Computer when I spilled water. Get the true character. Get the true character of a man. You check his porn history. That was that. You, you, you yeah, check his porn like, search. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check his porn search, and then you'll get your you'll get his true character. So yeah, if you yeah. find nothing, that means that he's all about that porn. He's just, <laughs> find nothing. He just he's, keeps he's, he's well rounded. He's yeah, well rounded. Yeah. You find that weird midget porn or something. Yeah, you got like, oh, shit. like <laughs> red flags are going off everywhere. Like animation <laughs> porn and all that stuff. You got to watch closely. Oh, what do they call that? Yeah, I, I have a friend. Hentai. That, hentai. I have a friend. He tells us that. He's been watching porn for so long. He's already in his 40s. He's been watching porn for so long. It doesn't do it for him anymore. Yeah. He just has to keep watching weirder things. That's what he says. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's numb he's to it. He's on the deep part yeah. of the, <laughs> the dark part of the internet now, you know? Yeah, you're, you're always chasing a high. Uh, yeah. 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 I can, you know what? That's the most scientific answer you can get. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, maybe like, that's what's happening to Terry Crews. I mean, first, you see gaping buttholes for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> then you need yeah. something else. It's like whatever. Yeah. The first porn I ever saw, first, first one, my uncle, he used to keep it in a shoebox. Me and Frank. Oh really? Yeah, ah. <laughs> yeah, he was staying. He was staying at my mom's house. We was sleeping on the couch. It was yeah. on, on South Dixie Highway. So is yeah. I'm confused. He just showed up to your mom's house. With no, 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 the actions, we're thinking that the guys are peeing on the girls when he was ah. jacking. It's like, so we was actually like, the guys, like, why are they peeing white? Nine years I, old. Yeah. I, I, I gotta tell you, this is, this, that's like almost like the plot development of like that uh, Different Strokes episode when him and uh, what was his friend? 
Dudley. Uh, Dudley, uh-huh. When oh, Dudley yeah. gets like, oh, I want to show you some cartoons, boys. Because <laughs> yeah, I think he says, like, I thought they were peeing. <laughs> and the thing about it, though, it was like, my, we, <laughs> me and Frank talked about <laughs> that one, too. It was just so that. crazy, man. That's like, awesome. you know, just to get to the point, though, it's like Terry Crews, he reminds me of like a, a C version of The Rock. And let me just tell you why. Because you remember he was in the NFL. Yeah. Yes, Terry he was, Crews. Yeah. And he actually had an opportunity. But his acting career was never like how The Rock was able to like take off. Like, well, he was never able to showcase. The Rock yeah. had a, a platform. Yeah, but he's kind of, but, but, but Terry Crews, is, he's trying to put himself as an action guy too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Doing the Expendables. So, and he's, all, he's also on um, Deadpool too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it's, it's, it shows that no matter how big you are, you can still get sexually assaulted. <laughs> But wait, I want to go back to the first porn ever. Well, wait, yeah. Gus, wait. <laughs> when did you recall the first time you ever saw like boobs or, or something, and you were like, "Oh wait, that's what I that mean, does." I had one of those illegal cable boxes that yes. scrambled yes. HBO, scrambled porn, unscrambled porn. Yeah, man. Yeah. Was it HBO or was it? It was like somebody. It was, it somebody was, was probably Skinamax. Yes, it was Cinemax. That's what it was. Yeah. It was so Cinemax. did you sit there and you tried to see it between like the fuzz? Yeah. Oh yeah. Every once in a while, you get you get a nipple. You get a nipple every once in a while. Finger and you're like. Yeah, you're like, yeah, that's that's if you wait 10 minutes, sometimes it unscrambles for like a couple seconds. You're like, yeah. oh, shit. That's Yo, how the networks got you to subscribe. It shows you yeah. how far along <laughs> we came. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Literally dude. came, huh? Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I think the, the earliest, uh, like, porn or reference I have, um, I remember my brother was a cable guy, so we always had the little black box. Mm-hmm. Your brother was Jim Carrey? Yeah, he was the yeah, cable guy. Yeah, he was the cable guy. Really? So we always had a hookup, and like I remember my <laughs> and I remember walking in on my dad watching like you know Skin and Max or something like that, and him like sh- like struggling to find a remote. Like, oh, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just standing there like, oh my god. <laughs> and then like so then I would leave the room, and then my dad goes back to watching it, and I'm like standing in the hallway trying to watch it. <laughs> what the hell is that? You know, like it was so awesome. I can picture the hallway being like low key dark, oh, yeah, and, and he's I'm like, just, hi. I'm just creeping there, like looking at it, like, oh man, it was awesome, dude. And then like years, a few years. That's that's like really early. Like I, oh this is like in the God. 80s. I remember. So I must have been like a kid, uh, a really, really young kid. And then like later on, like I think probably like in middle school or something, I I was looking for something and I found like my dad had like some Playboys or some Hustlers or something like in a drawer. And I was like, hey, what the fuck yeah. is this? Which, you, you, pull, you pull that out today, you're like, man. No, I just throw it to just the side. Throw it, aside. It, it doesn't even work. I don't anymore. think they even have a damn. But, but I'll tell you, that's, that's, that's the earliest I recall is ever. Is print porn even a thing anymore? What? Print. It's, like, do they do magazines? Probably. Uh, like, North well, Korea. Playboy, like, stop this, po- uh, the, posing Are they even that lucky in North Korea? Uh, I said, they probably get the... Oh, wait, wait a minute. But wait, didn't Playboy, like, stop uh, yeah, yeah. doing once uh, he the died. Yeah, yeah, once they died. Once he died, yeah. They try to sell more merchandise. But they, but they, I think they went back to sell to to having women pose. I think there was a time, like in the last like ten years, where Playboy did not have yeah. um, women. Well, most it. people used to buy Playboy for the articles. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> they feel like Playboy is more. It's like artistic. It's like oh, it's very tasteful. Yeah, yeah. Full, full disclosure: I did buy an issue once because I had a Kurt Vonnegut interview. A what? Kurt Vonnegut, the author. Oh, uh, no, Cat's no, no. Cradle, Slaughterhouse Five. Oh, oh God, that's what it was. I had yeah. to write a paper about Slaughterhouse Five. I paid well, somebody well, for that. Well, well I'm sorry to, about I'm that, sorry. sir. Yeah. But, I'm but, not a reader but, or a writer, but, but I appreciate but, it. But you know, I got the thing. I read the article. I was like, "Wow, it's new pages." And oh, look at all these titties. Yeah, I nice. I bought the Carmen Electra issue. 
Remember yeah. Carmen Electra? She was like such a baby in the 90s. Pre-Dennis yeah, Rodman. She was, she, was, huh? she was the big Pre-Dennis Rodman. Pre-Dennis Rodman, yeah. Okay. 90s Carmen Electra. So Carmen, she, Carmen. Yeah, when she was like uh, singled out and she was on MTV right. and stuff. I remember right. like in high school, she nice. came out in uh, She was supposed to be the hot. She was hot back then. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I think then, she's and still then Dennis Rodman happened, yeah. which another weird North Korea reference. What? <laughs> you think every woman that slept with Dennis Rodman now looks back and say, what the fuck I was thinking? Well, Dennis Rodman didn't he gut, yeah, gut said it. He's he's broken his dick how many times? Three. <laughs> Apparently, those, that, those are porn star numbers. That's crazy. He's broken his dick three times. Then he's. Man. I heard him tell oh, a story wait. on. Did he? Did he try to? Like, yeah. Did he try to make a lumpingazo to a car? He was trying to fuck the car. I can well, see one him one doing One of the ways that. he broke his dick is that he had, a, he had a girl uh, lay down on the bed and he tried to take a running start and try to jump like. That's just bad right. timing. That's bad timing. <laughs> he, tried, yeah. he tried to jump into the way that I guy tried to jump into that SUV. Yes. Now, Dennis Rodman is about 6'9". Yeah. So he's running at full speed the naked. Worm. I, I thought yeah, she was, this was, at a she hotel was praying room? when that was happening. Like a regular oh, yeah. suite? Like, how big is this room? <laughs> we need to know how much of a running start Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of I questions. It, you know that, uh, that picture where he's diving for the ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like that. That's kind of how it was. Just like that. With an erection. Dennis Rodman is also the same guy who... Who married himself or yes. did his whole staged uh, oh, wedding? Yeah, Remember right. that? Where he showed up in a dress? He showed up in a wedding dress. Yo, the 90s were a weird time, bro. Dennis Robbins. I think we forget how weird the 90s were sometimes. Well, he was very lucky. Because, like you know why? Because the 80s were weird. <laughs> the 80s were Because the 80s were weird. So when we were in the 90s, we were like, damn, the 80s were really weird. Dude, we Meanwhile, we're weird. We no, no, really no. Weird. But you know what, though? I, I think this guy hit it right on the head, dude. There was no social media in the 90s. No Imagine if we social media was around. Bro, we would have been zombies. Wow. We, we would have already exploded as a species. Yeah, we yeah. would have been dead. Yeah. Yeah. I think I mean, the 90s look, was the last just, chance to just let just it look out. Back, look, look back at cartoons. Ren and Stimpy was in the 90s. Nothing has surpassed Ren and Stimpy, weird-wise. Ren and Stimpy was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Rick and Morty. I don't think Rick and Morty Pickle is Rick? as weird as... I've never watched Red Red and Rick and, and Morty. Actually, you know what you want to do? You want to go on YouTube, and you want to look up the court transcription with the Rick and Morty animation. Just, just like, Google that. Oh, yeah. that, sounds, that sounds pretty funny. I'm gonna it's actually that. It's, it's the actual like court band, transcription yeah. uh-huh. with the Rick and Morty like animation to it. That's awesome. And it's and it's a perfect pairing of like weird real life with a weird cartoon. That's awesome. so, so Rick and Morty. What's what's the premise on that? Cause give me give me quick. Like, it's Back to the Future. Qu- quick. It's Back to the Future. It's, yeah. To a certain extent, it, they they try to compare it to it. But Rick is who's Rick? Don. Rick is the the dad. The, He's the, the grandfather. Okay. And Don. Morty. Wait, he's a scientist, not pickle a doctor. Rick. He's a scientist. He's not a doctor. Wait, who's Pickle? You're getting I mean, Pickle I mean, Rick as in rolled. Back to the oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm super lost now. Hold okay. on, hold on. <laughs> Rick, hold on, hold on. Rick, Rick is the grandfather. There's a, who's okay, a, there's, there's a guy who looks like Doc Brown. Yes, crazy. Right. Rick. Yeah, that's Rick. That's Rick. Yes. And then there's a kid. That's Morty. Okay, so that's Rick and that's Morty. So who's yes. this Pickle guy? This Pickle Rick is, uh, the, the Pickle Rick is when he, like I say, he's a scientist. <laughs> he literally genetically, genetically changed himself to be a pickle because he was switching from, he went from a rat to a pickle. pickle. All in the name of science. And all in the name of science. Because he was trying to survive. And yeah. he jumped out of the toilet and said, I'm Pickle Rick. Yeah. A girl got a tattoo of him. I know a girl who got a tattoo saying Pickle Rick. It's, mm. it's that level. It's, it's that so big. Pickle Rick is like a... It's huge. It's, a it's huge. It's, it's a really yeah, great show, bro. You will, I guarantee you, you will watch it and you'll binge. Yeah. You will binge instantly. Well, what's your calendar looking like? <laughs> it, it, there's only like a couple seasons, so you're good. Is it on yeah, Netflix? No, I think it's on Hulu. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's three seasons. No, you can go to the Cartoon Network. You get the Adult internet, Swim. you can find that shit. Adult yeah. Swim. Or just go to YouTube. Yeah. 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 I'm sure Pornhub has it. You know what? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for a show to watch at work now that because uh, I'm I'm doing the uh, I, I'm into Jessica Jones. So nobody's employers listens to this. I, I, they do. I, mean, well, I do it. I strictly do it on my lunch break. Oh, know, heard, heard, so. heard. I uh, 
I do. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm on Jessica Jones season two, and then I got How's Luke Cage. How's that going? How's that going? Jessica, Jessica Jones? Jones? They say Luke Cage is really good. I I I'm yeah, in, I, I right like now. Jessica Jones season one was dope. It's probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite ones of all those Netflix. Uh, Marvel I, I watched shows. that one like after the fact, like out of sequence, just because like I didn't think of it, and I actually did enjoy it. Mar- Jessica yeah. Jones was super dope. Season and I think two. why I didn't want to see it originally was because she was the she was the girlfriend in Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. And I thought she was annoying. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, she yeah. was uh, oh, she's always annoying. Cindy Intern hates her, but she but likes she Jessica Jones. She was the bitch from Apartment 23. Yeah, I, I don't know that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's some other show she was in. That's somewhere you live? Huh? Was that like in Fountain Blue, or was that? She's out of your league. Well, yeah, that's one movie though. She's out of your league. She had a minor role in that. She's keeping yeah. getting. She's still getting work. So yeah, people like yeah. her. But she's great at this. I saw. No, I, she's she's good. She's good. Yeah. yeah. But uh, and then we said it before. Daredevil took me a while to get into, and then I love Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, I I saw. I forced myself to watch Iron Fist, which is the worst one of all of them. I saw Defenders, which was dope. Love Defenders. Enjoyed the whole thing. And now I'm 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 following it in order. I'm trying, but I'm behind a little bit. But now that I saw, I'm watching Jessica Jones uh, two. And then I'll watch Luke Cage season two, which I like Luke Cage season one. And then I, when, I, you, when you get a real legit chance, watch uh, Rick and Morty. No, yeah, Rick and Morty. Oh, Rick and Morty will be my work one. I think I could do that. Watch oh. Marco Polo. Marco Polo? Oh, yeah. Marco is, Polo. The Netflix one? It's really, really yeah. good. Yeah? Huh? It's really good. Don't know what that is. So I don't it's a great pool game. I know it's a great pool no, game. No, Marco Polo was a... He was a... Uh, Marco! The guy who... Tra- he was... Marco, uh, what, what you Polo! He was a navigator. Oh okay. Yeah, he, well, yeah, I know the, the, the he's like a yeah. Uh, event, uh, that, that's one of the first like Netflix originals. Yes. Like huh. yeah, yeah. They had to cancel the show because uh, the budget literally the budget was too damn high. Oh, that was a show that was too expensive to five, produce. It would cost them five million dollars to shoot an episode just wow. because well, they about how much were they paying per episode for like Mad Men and that was what AMC. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah but they had a bigger. Well, Seinfeld budget. was like the first million dollar an episode guy, right? Or no, so? yeah, for each the talent. Yeah. But, the, but, but I'm talking like about like the budget. Seven. I'm talking about the budget. They had to get horses. The they had to rent out land over in Scotland somewhere. Yeah. Like it was costing. Production some, costs were five million, not just the <coughs> not the actors, oh, okay. not the payroll. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. I remember hearing about that. I don't know which show it's it was. It's a great show. Bro. So wait a second, it got it just completely canceled. Netflix. They couldn't cut the budget to to keep the quality of the show. So, so then what happens? Like so, it's what like three seasons. And that was about three seasons. Now somebody else can pick it up. Like you, you ever watch a Animal Kingdom? No, negative. It's on it's on FX, but Bravo oh, yeah. owned it first. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, and now it's on FX. Oh, uh, uh, did you hear the news about Roseanne? Her show's being picked up again. By who? ABC's going to do it. They're changing the name, and it's going to be called The Connors, which is going to be focusing around, I guess, Is she uh, going to be Darlene? involved in it? No, no, no involvement, no nothing uh, okay. with that. But this way, yeah, but this way, they're probably the killer, kind of like the way they killed Dan. Oh, she's not going to be in it? No, yeah, she's not in it at all. But this way, the so they didn't uh, the pick cast, it up then. Huh? So they technically didn't pick it up if she's not involved. No, no. They, same, they, well, they, you know, they canceled the show. Okay. Well, wait a second. I'm very confused. That guy, she made some statements. She made yeah a lot of statements. They were like kind of racist in nature. Uh, very racist. No, they were racist. She not called a black lady Planet of the Apes and yeah. some other shit. There. All right, but, 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 but I'm not very acquainted with like the original run of Roseanne. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact that Paul Mooney, the great Paul Mooney, used yeah. to be a writer on Roseanne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. That whole like working class like Chicago thing, like there were like prominent black characters in like the old run of the show. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like, is this what she's always been? She, she, yeah, she, she just, has. Yeah. She has, but the, I, the the thing is that she was warned before the show. Like there was a lot of hesitation going into the show. They're like, hey, look, because mm-hmm. she's been very very vocal, 
and very uh, opinionated and very uh, not just pro-Trump, but very pro a lot of weird stuff, a lot of like conspiracy theories and mm-hmm. this and that. So she's kind of cuckoo. She's yeah, she's she's yeah, she's a little too extreme. And they were like, hey, look, you're gonna have to tone that stuff down if we're gonna do this show again. People want to do this show. It ended up being the number one show on TV. Right. And then she just said, "Fuck it." She because they had like, like a full season before this. Yeah, they did problem. the whole full season, and then from one day to the next, they she made these tweets. She apologized, and the very next day, the yeah, network those, those apologies after the fact are always bullshit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I hate when people do that. It makes me so mad. I'm sorry. You're not sorry. Yeah, you're not. You're you're not. Fucking, especially when it's a written media. I wish like, somebody. If it, if it was something like she just spoke at an interview and they put a microphone in your face and she said something. Man, like, I fucked up. I wasn't oh, yeah. thinking. But you, but you have it. You're right. Writing something out and oh you're, you're thinking about it. You yeah, it's premeditated. Yes, exactly. exactly. You have an opportunity to not hit send. You don't have an opportunity to, to not say something when something a mic is in your face. I would respect the person more when they say some like if they say some braces, and then they yeah. come out and say, you know what? Being straight up. Yeah. I'm a racist. Yeah. You know where they stand. You know, yeah, I know yeah, where you stand at now. Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. I can read you for who you are. Now it's our job to convince you to not be a racist. But then when, when somebody says, "Do you even want shit, that job?" Yeah. I don't want the job. At the same time, is you got to have it up for discussion to make people like them understand. You have to change your 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 values and your thought process. Well, it's like like we were talking like in the first hour, like the soccer thing. It's global. You, yeah, you, yeah. You, you you can't have you that can't mindset. you can't change everybody. Obviously, it's 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 it, it is what it is, but. They're bringing back the show. It's going to be called The Connors. Okay. Right. Um, so Roseanne's not going to have a part in it. Well, at least the other like 500 people involved in the exactly. production and are that's not going to lose their job. They got a job. Like, we spoke about this when the, the show got canceled. It's really, it's, it's really fucked up because there's people who were like, hey, Affected man. Affected for no reason. I, had a, I, had, I was going to get a nice paycheck here. Right. Um, part of a show that was the number one show in the country. People were really liking it. Like They're going home telling their, 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 it's their not significant like, it's not hey, babe, like we're the, good. We're covered. It's the support staff. Yeah, it's the, the cast, carpenters, the staff, like yeah. the people who put hey, the, the costuming, crew, all that. At least it's a five-year job. Yeah, exactly. For sure. When you have a good run like that. Especially in an industry like that where you don't really have a guarantee. You don't got yeah, a guarantee. Yeah. There's a lot of pilots out there, man, and don't get picked up. So, but many um, pilots. yeah. But anyway, the, so that's coming back. Um, that's good. Good for them. Good for them. Good yeah. for them. Big ups. But um, but anyway, the guy pooped himself. <laughs> okay, just getting. I want to get straight to this, man. There's a what's the guy? But, name? A, but a professional though, because he he had a clean inning. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the story, okay? And uh, it was on the uh, Yahoo Sports MLB podcast where. Archie Bradley, a relief pitcher, <laughs> relief. That's his name, Archie. <laughs> Archie Bradley, a uh, revealed on on the episode. It was on this week's episode that earlier this season, it happened this season while he was 2018. To, while he was getting ready to go into a uh, to pitch in a game, and now he's a situational reliever. He comes in, you know, to face one or two guys, and that's it. He knows. He knows when his number's going to be called. He's, he knows like, he's, like, he's like one of those like middle relief guys. Yeah, he's a middle relief guy. Right. He knows that there's a right-hander coming up, and he's a righty. He's going to pitch against that guy. Two guys, I'm out. Two, Yeah, one or Paycheck two guys, earned. an inning, tops, right? So he goes out to do this, and uh, he told this great story about how the at-bat before... Well, first off, he says he he always pees before he goes into a game. So that's weird, crazy to weird think. Weird good luck. And, and, and TD, let me ask you. You, as the former athlete and the representative of, of athletes here on the podcast you uh is is it, is it like a superstition thing like that you or is it just like nerves what do you think it's more of? are you like asking you know your, you your, your, your body before? fluids your body yeah, like of, out of you? having you know these bowel movements before a game yeah. or, or what is, yeah. is it before every before every football game specifically before every track meet but i can remember warming up and, and getting ready for a hundred meter dash yeah and i would literally have to poop and yeah. it can be the pre-workout supplement, or it can be the adrenaline. 
Okay. But I had I had to poop and pee. Yeah. That affects your body. Yeah, yeah your, your brain sends your technically your brain sick sends a signal to waste all that stuff because you're gonna maximize every something that is at a molecular level. Like I can't explain it, but mm-hmm. yeah, but you want to get it the fuck out. You want to get it out yeah. so you can really compete at your highest moment. It's like this here. You know when a person is it's been proven. Uh-huh. You know how when a person is really is uh, uh, fight or flight. Okay. Yeah. And once you once you realize you gotta go, like oh shit, I gotta go. Yeah. It's like me at Coldstone. You, you, after you're done, you pee. I gotta go right away. Like after you're done, you pee because yeah. you 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 gotta get it out. Yeah. So what he experienced is like known for athletes and people who are in flight mode. Yeah. What, what about like those MMA guys who like have like chili hot dogs before they well, fight? I've seen that a guy's yeah. in the yeah. fight in the middle of the ring just gets punched and <laughs> all over the, all over the <laughs> like that's gotta be awful, man. Yeah, that's gotta suck. Like if I'm fighting a guy and then the guy shoots, I'm like, yo, that guy just shoots. I'm not gonna punch that guy. The like, defensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, Marquez Manuel. Uh-huh. I played with him in Carolina. Okay. He used to pee. He, I'm sorry. He, he, I'm, I don't want to put him out like this. Uh-huh. He used to pee in his pants before every. And, and, <laughs> squeeze, and squeeze a water bottle. Yeah. Well, well Chan, Channing Crowder of the former Dolphins linebacker, who's yeah. uh, a local radio host here yes. on 560, he's, he's, he brags about it all the time. Yeah. He said he used to pee himself all the time in the middle of a game. He, he is actually would very die. proud of that. He's very proud of it because he people didn't want to touch him. Yeah. He says, fuck it, it helps me out. So yeah. he I don't want to touch a guy covered in pee-pee. He yeah. said he peed himself like pretty I much every game. I think that's extremely disgusting. That's you can get like <laughs> hepatitis That's attempted like that. fucking yeah. murder in my book. Yeah, <laughs> not cool. But, you know, it's, but it's, it's man, it's, when you're playing sports, you're like in caveman mindset. Yeah. You're like, go see ball attack. Yeah. You don't care about nothing. Else. You can, you can go see ball, but like not get covered in pee-pee and poo-poo. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. But it's, you can avoid it. What he experienced was it's, now, uh, most athletes do that. Now, so 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 Archie uh, goes, is getting ready to go in the game. He goes to the bathroom <laughs> to take his pee out, but apparently he pushes a little too hard and just ends up shitting himself. So he poops himself. He's panicking in the bathroom and he's trying to clean himself off, you know, that he just shit himself. So he's trying to like do some, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? Some, uh... the, the timeline of this is what's more impressive because yeah. it was a two and two count. Yeah, it's a two two count, and the guy's like getting ready. He's about to go in at any second. They call him in. He's he's buttoning up his pants. He runs out of the bathroom's a mess. <laughs> he just does okay. Like it's a horrible visual of just like this disaster bathroom. The guy's going into the dugout. Like what the fuck? Looks like in a gas station bathroom. Yeah, it looks like a gas station bathroom. Probably out of one of the stalls. Looks like yeah, one of those interstate bathrooms. And then he goes into the game. And he says it's the most uncomfortable he's ever been in, in his career pitching. You know, he's sitting mud there butt. knowing he's got the, the dirty pants and the mud butt. And he pitches what he called a clean inning. <laughs> so I like goes, how he said that, too. That was can't make that shit up. He goes back into the dugout. He tells the coach, hey, coach, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry, but I shit myself. You know, like, but what's man. so crazy, though, bro? Like, did you think he... Like when he's wiping, it got on his hands a little bit. Oh, for sure. You know he didn't wash like his it got on hands. his like yeah. his fingernails or whatever. And he owes the catcher an apology. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. It's Have you? Uh, when's the last time you pooped yourself, Gus? I've never pooped myself. Really? Yeah, man. Yeah. Lucky. Man. That is a false statement, sir. Because when you were a baby, you okay. crapped yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you go back to toddler. baby. Was As that? an adult, have you crapped yourself? No. What about you, T? I peed myself once though. Oh, who hasn't? Yeah. Uh, I haven't peed myself since I was a kid. I did yeah. poop myself like about 10 years ago. 
Please, oh, just, just don't let that slide. I didn't make it. Go before you ask me how did that happen to you since you started it off. Huh? How did uh, you me, yeah, just, I, I can look back. I didn't laugh now, but I was, was driving in, home. Was, was that in the Navy? Uh, no, no, no. It was post-Navy. Right after the Navy. I so was it wasn't around home. the time that you became a lifelong Chelsea fan. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'll tell you, I was driving. And just, you know, I can laugh about it now. I was I pulled off. the. I was coming home, got off the turnpike, realized I wasn't going to make it, pulled over, middle of the night, by a tree, tried to poop. Didn't go so well. Just <laughs> got on your clothes and everything. No, I was able oh. to. I was able to pull it down, but I had nothing to clean myself with. So, I so you had mud butt. So I had oh, the mud butt. That bad. No, 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 no. In the spirit of the terrible. question, you didn't that's... really crap yourself. You well, tried to I handle. Drove, I drove a couple of miles it, with and mud you butt. Had, you in you my had car. moist ass. So that's and then I had to get home, and then it was the cleanup, like just like if I had yeah. just shit myself, because afterwards, you know, from from your car to your home, did you have to? deal with anybody no no it was my driveway so it was oh, okay, so you're but, fine yeah no the, 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 it's, the weird that you, exposure it's weird was that you would even too, share this so you didn't really yeah. have a deal with anybody yeah. but it's, it's it was around like coming up like on the 10 year anniversary i think yeah. nice. i think we're around there <laughs> it was like 10 years ago but what about you td you look like you got a good one. no Give in middle me. school uh i had to go to pop warner practice uh-huh. right. and my mom locked me out the house because i had to go i tried to go through the window and the window was locked uh-huh. and i literally had Dire death rhea. <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah, water. Water. <laughs> we, we used to call it in the Navy the BP. The yeah. Bumpy, yeah. You know, and I, I shit it <laughs> in the backyard. And I had. In your, in your own backyard? My own backyard. Oh, that's decent. And, but I, I was getting ready to go to football practice. Picked I had nothing to wipe it. my ass with. So I go to practice and I got a shit stain streak perfectly lined right between my ass crack. And these were white pants. And my cousin referenced to Frank Gore again. And my my other cousin Jeremy was like, boy, you shitting on yourself? And I was like, what are you talking about? You got a shit stain, you smell like shit. So I'm walking, I'm practicing smelling like ass. Did, and did I had to walk home. Did anybody like, touch you during practice? Is that again? Did anybody touch you during practice? I, I, I'm, yeah, because I was I was a so receiver. So it, it wasn't effective. <laughs> it's dirty butt over here, man. It's, it's, I can tell you right now it's one of the most embarrassing because it's a middle school kid, you know, we're oh, ruthless. Those are the worst. We're yeah. ruthless. Oh, yeah. So that carried with me from football practice back to Ponce de Leon Middle School. Right. Yeah. And it lingered for like almost the entire semester. But the smell no, or the story? No the both. <laughs> <laughs> the both. But no social media to keep that alive. Oh, thank oh, God. Man. Thank God, yeah. Thank you. Thank God I pooped myself before the days of a social media. <laughs> Because right now, our friends would be ruthless. Yeah, Lemon City would not be existing right now. Lemon City. There's a guy who pooped on himself. Full disclosure, man. If any of you guys poop yourselves around me, I'm putting it all Everybody crapped themselves. No grown man or woman should poop on himself anymore. Oh, my God. But anyway, great story from from Archie Bradley. and uh, Well, that diamond bag, you know, those are gray pants, right? Yeah, they were wearing gray, but he said he was wearing his whites, his home whites. You see, that's when you want like an old-fashioned like Padres uniform. Oh, those old pants. Oh, no, wait a second. They had white pants with brown shirts. Yep. That makes no sense. None of these things are like poop friendly. No, there's, nope, I don't nope. think there's any poop friendly uniform unless you're on the Browns. No, because they wear orange pants. It's like an orange. They it's got always, brown it's pants always a brown shirt. Brown pants, oh, right? they do wear brown pants. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They're they brown. Just, he should just wear the pens. Yeah. No, that, that, that would interfere with like your performance. Hey, did, did you ever encounter anybody who shit themselves so on the bulky. field? Uh, <laughs> tight end. We had a tight end and we're going back to Carolina again. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We was we was actually playing 49ers. Oh, the uh-huh. tight end crap uh, himself. And no, he got hit so hard that he sh- he shitted himself. Okay, but that's oh. different. That's yeah. Different. So he came back to the oh. sideline and the quarterback at the time was uh, Jake Delone. Jake Delone. Okay. Right. And Jake Delone was like, like looking at him. I was I was. This is what I was told. But when I saw him go back on the field. 
you saw the shit, like the, the brown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he was it's amazing. It, it, it was amazing. <laughs> and he played the and this happened in the first quarter. He played the last three quarters. I forgot the tight end name, bro. If you go back to the oh, 2007 <laughs> season, you'll know exactly. It was number 87. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, and he. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Yeah, it was. It was that. that that's the I never had. I was on the sideline. He was on my team. So. Oh, yeah. I think that's a special circumstance, though. He got he got knocked the shit out of him. Yeah. Technically, yeah. yeah. That's, but he what, probably what, had to use the bathroom. That's forgivable. He just wasn't that in that. like longest yard. He's like, I made him poop himself. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's laughing at him that he shit himself. But anyway, that's a that's a crazy story. Um, and you can check out more of Mike Oz is. Oh, let me say it again. Mike Oz. You can check more of his. Podcast, the Yahoo Sports Podcast. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll we'll attach the link, but I think this is a good time to uh, let's let's roll that uh, get to his uh, little interview with Mike Oz. All right, so, here you go, guys. Enjoy. All right, so on the line we got Mike Oz from Yahoo Sports, the uh, creator, or actually we I think he's the creator of old baseball cards. I believe that's in a, an original concept you came up with. Is that correct, Mike? It, it is. I am the creator. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, we're here joined with Mike Oz from Yahoo Sports and old baseball cards. How you doing, my man? How you doing today? Oh, doing pretty good, man. That's hot it. out here in California, but I'm doing all right. <laughs> I appreciate you making the time. I know you're out on the West Coast. We're here on the East Coast time. I know it's rush hour. I love California. It's a beautiful place out there. What? Uh, where, where are you? In Fresno? I live in Fresno, California, yes, where it is uh, like 100 degrees outside. But you know what? I'll tell you this, man. We were in Miami last year for the All-Star Game, and I will take the West Coast over over that humidity. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah. No, it's – yeah, we, we, we got two seasons over here. What is it? Uh, uh, hot and hotter. Hot and hotter. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So it's yeah, like that, no that humidity, man. As someone who has lived my life on the on the on the West Coast, like I, that, that is something I'm not prepared for. <laughs> now, we see. I've had the pleasure of going out to California myself a few times, but only I've been down to uh, L.A. Uh, Fresno's like way up north, right? That's like Bay Area town. Uh, we're like in the middle, actually. We're sort of in the middle of the Bay Area in L.A. So, ah, okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm actually. I'm, I'm originally from the Bay Area. Grew up out there. I'm pretty pretty well acclimated with both LA and the Bay and Central California. It's been all over the place. Nice, nice. And uh, so, growing up in the Bay Area, you uh, which which side did you root for? You an A's fan, Giants fan? I, I was an A's fan. A's uh, fan. I, I grew up. Yeah, I, I was six when Jose Canseco came out, and the next year McGuire. It was it was pretty much impossible not to fall in love with those <laughs> with those A's players of, of that era, man. They were. Just, they were so fun, and if you're six years old, you're like, yes, I, I love these guys bashing their forearms together every day. Hell they yeah. Run. Hell yeah. No, yeah. We're roughly the same age. I grew up in that same era, too, and uh, I actually lived a few blocks away from Jose Canseco Street down here in Miami. He's, uh, he's, a local, uh, <laughs> he's one of our local gifts that we, uh, we gave to baseball there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I had the white baseball gloves. He's a gift they keep on giving. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, I think my favorite... Uh, Jose Canseco tweet of all time was the hashtag bitch tit that he gave A-Rod. I don't know if you remember that oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, man. No, as a kid, I, I feel you, man. As a kid, I grew up doing the same batting stance as him. I had the, the same white gloves. I was doing that Bash Brothers salute with all my boys. Yeah, even though, you know, I could, couldn't even get a ball out of the infield. But, you know, it was, uh, you got to do what you got to do. You got to look good out there. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you know, in that era, man, it was, that was baseball cards. That was, you know, Canseco, baseball movies, starting lineup figures, like, I was into all that stuff as a kid, so uh, yeah, man. I think that's sort of how, how I ended up doing what I'm doing now. Yeah, and, and can you tell us a little bit more about that exactly? How what, how did this whole old baseball cards idea come about? Because I'm telling you, man, you're tugging at my nostalgia so hard when you do this because I grew up, like I said, I grew up in that era. Those baseball cards that you're opening up on those packs, 
that 94 top stadium club that you opened up with Rowan Gardner on the, the latest episode. I mean, like, that's just like, I'm telling you, you're just taking me back. Well, you are, you are what we're trying to do then. We're trying to make people like you. Um, <laughs> no, so I, I, I remember being a kid and like, again, so can take all right. So my, the, I got into baseball cards with my grandma and we would just try to chase down the 86 Conseco Don Russ Rated Rookie. Oh, card. yeah. Started going to card shops and, you know, that just got me into baseball cards for years to go after that. So big shout out to my grandma. And uh, <laughs> she, because the cards that we started the series with were cards that she bought. She was a big collector, man. So she would collect everything with whoever. So, like, mm-hmm. with me, she collected baseball cards. She collected dolls. She collected Beanie Babies with my sister. <laughs> much younger than me. Um, so, you know, that, that was just something that we did together. And so, you know, fast forward many years, my grandma died uh, probably like 15 years ago. So, but she bought all these cards when I was a kid thinking that they were going to be worth a lot of money and kept them, you know, unopened and wow. whatever. And, and as we all know, they're not worth anything. Yeah, so, unfortunately. Um, I, I <laughs> you know, I get, I get all this, I get all these cards and they're in my garage now and yeah, I remember a couple of years ago, my wife was like, what are you going to do with all these baseball cards? And I was like, I don't know. You know, like, they're fun, but they're not worth anything. So it's not like I can, uh, you know, sell them. Like, really, the only thing that they're fun for is, like, opening them up and then just kind of, like, the memories. You know, that's kind of what it was. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool, but what if I did What if I did that with baseball cards? And at the time, we were thinking of, you know, I was already working at Yahoo for a while. But we were trying to think of, like, some, some different kind of video ideas for spring training. And I was like, hey, let's just try it. Let's just see what happens, you know? So we did, like, four or five of them. Uh, and we just kind of put them out, and that was it. And they kind of, like, I don't know. I didn't forget about it, but it was, like, I don't know. People weren't, like, hella into it. So we just sort of started doing some other stuff. Yeah. And then at the All-Star game that year, we, we tried to do a couple more. And that's when it was like, oh, we got Scott Boris to do it. We got Bobby Woody to do it. But some of the people who have been around a long time instead of, like, current players. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that that's a lot more interesting. And then... I think in, it was like September, October that year. We got A Rock to do it. And well, once we got to do it, I think then I think we started to, to like understand what it could be because then it was you get these players who have stories and memories, and the baseball cards, you know, like bring out these, these things that they maybe haven't even thought of in a long time. Or, or you know, there's a there's a Frank Thomas bit uh, I think we we used in one of the intros where he's talking about. Uh, oh, this is the best team I've ever had, you know. It's, and it's just stuff like that that you're never going to hear otherwise. And we we realized that, okay, what we need to do is we need to get older players. And they couldn't play in right now. Or guys who have retired or managers, coaches. And we need to get them to open the baseball card and really share their stories. And I think that's when we kind of dialed into what we were doing. So that was about like eight or nine episodes in. Not to say the first ones weren't good because they were still pretty cool. But uh, I think they, we really kind of hit our bars when we decided, oh, we got to get, we got to get over time because they're, they're the ones that have all the all the stories. Absolutely, no. Let me tell you, you're hitting a home run there. Not to sound, uh, you know, cheesy, huh. cliche there, but you're hitting a home run. And and, and props to your grandma. What an all star. Let me tell yeah. you, that is such I'll a cool grandma. It's, <laughs> and it's, it's you know what's cool too because like I mean I love my grandma. I grew up you know like always spending time with her and everything. So. Uh, Every time we film an episode, every time we put out a new one or I write about it or whatever, I, I pick up my grandma. So, like, for me, that's sort of a nice part of it. Like, you know, it, it is sort of a – it's not just like I'm, you know, going buying baseball cards on eBay. And, and we've had to buy some now because we've run out of – But still, every time I every time I do it, though, I still think of my grandma. So, like, that's 
to me, that's sort of like the, the part of history that I like also. That's the best, man. We all love our grandma. So way to keep her, her memory alive there. That's great. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Now, now, I will give you a suggestion. You got to hit up Dale Murphy. That was my idol growing yeah. up as a kid. I don't know if he's on your, your radar there, but we, we, we're from the same time. You remember those back-to-back uh, early oh, MVPs, and he was the king of the 80s. So oh. he was... Uh, and, and I've heard... I've heard he's really nice too. I've heard yeah, he I've heard be, he's like he was like, super nice, super mm-hmm. kind. So I'm sure he'd be great for it. I yeah. just gotta get in the same place that he's in because, like, he's not he's not one of those guys that is around at like, you know, like if the, if the All Star game was in Atlanta, he'd be there. But if the All Star game's in DC, like he's not just gonna randomly show up. Yeah, um, that's so, true. You know, I, like I, I, I gotta I gotta I gotta get where he is. So what we gotta do is we just gotta get. This, this series has to blow up even more so I can get more travel budget. So. <laughs> well, best of luck. I really hope it does work out. I would love to see that episode. Now, now your most recent episode, you did it with Rookie of the Year. With uh, what's what's yeah. his, it, it, I know him as Henry Rowan Gardner. I, I can't. I, his, I don't real, know. his real name is Thomas Thomas <laughs> Ian Nicholas. Yeah, yeah him, that's right. Henry he's, Rowan Gardner. Yeah, he's, yeah. The, he's the American Pie Kid, you know. But he's more to me. He's still yeah. Rookie of the Year. Yeah. But um, I, okay. First off, that shirt, the shirt you're wearing, that bow nose, breaking the bat. You gotta, you yeah. gotta send me the link of where you get that, cause that is such a sweet shirt, man. Like, I, that's the first thing I, I got, noticed. I got it at, I got it at Tee Public. Ah. Public. Oh man. I, I bought it, so that's that's not like an endorsement or anything. I paid for it. Yeah, I don't know. So hey, gotta, it's, I mean, it's, you they, got they great need to, They need to hook me up with a deal too. <laughs> <laughs> so now I saw the, the, I thought it was so cool that he got, you got the Barry Bonds in, in the, how you packed the Barry Bonds and you guys made the trade. Now I've watched probably, I think close to every single episode. You got quite the extensive archive already that you've built over time. Um, but I wanted to ask you, like, if of all the the guys that you've met, was who was the most pleasant surprise that you've had a chance to work with and, and do this? That maybe you kind of went in there with a different expectation, and he just kind of surprised you at how cool he was and how open he was. Was there anybody that stands out? Gabe Kapler. Really? Gabe Kapler episode, yeah. Because, I mean, he sort of has this rep of being kind of like a, I don't know, like, like very intense sort of type dude, and I didn't know if he would be a guy who wanted to necessarily have fun with us. Uh-huh. And he was just like, oh, baseball cards? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then we get going on it. And you could tell, like, he could tell he collected cards because he's like, oh, I got all my commons over here. And, like, like he knew the vernacular. <laughs> and he was funny. Like, he had stuff to say. And I was like, all right, man. Like, I, li- I like you, Gabe Kappa. Uh, <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was great, man. Because, you know, I, I, I guess I just didn't have super high expectations of him being, like, funny and, and such. Because he yeah. so intense. But yeah, that that was one that that was one I thought was really cool. I mean, for the most part, it's funny. I think everybody has been. I think the beauty of it is it takes you back to being a kid, and most people have had a lot of fun with it. Um, I was also really surprised that Randy Johnson was as cool as he was, because he has a reputation from when he was a player mm-hmm. of not being like the nicest dude. And everything I had heard was that he had mellowed out a lot since he stopped playing. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I I made this mistake. I was listening to um, we were in Arizona. It was earlier this year. I was driving to the, the stadium to go meet him. I knew we were going to do it. And I was listening to this podcast. Um, it was Jeff Perlman's podcast. And he was talking to Joel Sherman. Joel Sherman was telling the story about how Randy Johnson was just so mean to reporters. And I'm just like, oh man, <laughs> what, what is this going to be like? And then. And then I walk in, right? I'm there a little bit early, and I see, and they're like, okay, we're going to shoot me Randy in like a half hour. Like, my video guys aren't even there yet, but they're like, hey, you want to beat him? So I go in, and I pick it up. I have all my baseball cards. I carry them around, and I go to big events. It's in this big box, right? 
And I was like, yeah, we're doing baseball card things, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right. And he looks at me, he's like, I'm not opening all those cards. <laughs> Bang. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is not off to a good foot like already, right? I'm like, oh, man. Maybe he's not going to be nice. Like, he might be mean to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got <laughs> and to look. So, and so, is he still <laughs> rocking the, is he still so rocking get, the mullet? Is he going? Huh? Is he still rocking the mullet? Uh, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have as much as he did, but he still has the long, the longer hair. He has some flow in the back. Yeah. Know? All right. Um, so, so we get going and man, like, let me tell you that episode, the, the unedited version is like 40 minutes long because that guy has so much stuff to say. Wow. Like he just, yeah, he talked about every single thing. He had so many stories. Um, and then, so we shot right after with Luis Gonzalez, like literally Luis Gonzalez is like waiting for Randy because Randy <laughs> episode took so long. And then Randy's like, I'm just going to hang out and watch if that's cool. So he's, he's sitting there watching <laughs> Luis Gonzalez because he was so into it. And I'm like, all right, that's a surprise. Like, I, you know, awesome. first of all, because the meeting, when I first met him, I'm like, oh man, this is not gonna be good. Like, you're not going to be nice to me. But then he was fantastic. I mean, yeah, he's a pretty intimidating looking guy. Yeah. He's about six seven, right? No, six ten. Six ten. Yeah. Right? I shortened him three inches. Yeah, he's like he's like he's like a whole he's like a whole foot taller than me. Yeah. Oh man, Gus, you had a question? Yeah. All right. So when I think of of trading baseball cards, that that seems to me like a very American thing to do, right? Like, but are are there any international players that, or is that do international players get into that, or do, have you noticed that? Uh, you know what? So one of my favorite episodes is the Felipe Alou episode just because he is like he, you know he's, oh, he's cool. just baseball royalty yeah. and been around forever and you know I don't know that he necessarily was into the, the idea of trading baseball cards so much but he was definitely into the idea of let's open up some cards and, and tell some stories we uh, he, he gave us the the joy of being able to open a pack of 1954 cards which is when he was getting ready to play in the big league wow. and in 1994. So we, we did in the same episode, we did 54 and 94 because he was managing in 94. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's a testament to how long you've been, you know, in baseball and how long your family's been in baseball. And, uh, so, you know, he was, he, he didn't like tell me, Oh yeah, he's like baseball cards or anything. But, um, you know, I definitely was just amazed at, at that. And I was really happy that we were able to, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's funny and it's funny stories and stuff, but I like when we can also kind of delve into like, you know, some actual, some actual history. Yeah, some good stories. I mean, like I imagine that, you know? that he would be yeah. such a great, I mean, he's, the guy's got to be an encyclopedia of baseball. I mean, he's seen yeah. so much for so many decades and, and been a part of so many things. I mean, that's, that's an awesome one. I'll tell you which one I did like. I loved uh, your, the Bobby Bonilla one when he packed the guy who he got traded for. That's got to oh, be yeah. awesome. <laughs> that, that, like, I was legit laughing, laughing out loud where I, at work when I was watching that one. That one is so good. Um, and also but the... That, uh, that, that literally... That was the moment when we decided, like, oh, that's what we got to do. We got to get the guys who played at the same time. Yeah. Because we hadn't really, you know, like, because up until that point, when we had done them, it had been like, you know, Adam Eaton got Lenny Dykstra, and he's like, oh, yeah, everybody compared me to Lenny Dykstra. And, you know, you got, you got stuff like that, or Roger Davis being like, oh, yeah, I like, I like that guy in the video game. Yeah. And when, when I heard Bobby Bonilla say, I got traded for that guy, I was like, <laughs> boom, there it is. Like, that's, Gold. that's what we're looking yeah. for. Yeah. You should have told him at least that guy's not still getting paid by the Mets. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bobby Bonilla's like, no, nah, it's coming up on Bobby Bonilla Day. He's probably waiting for a check. Yeah, right, yeah, it's right. true. We're, it's, it's around this time of year. No, I'm telling you that. And the uh, when you traded with Pedro Martinez, which Pedro Martinez to me 
it's got to be one of my, if not my favorite all-time pitcher. I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Cuban kid down here in Miami, so he, him being such a great Hispanic, uh, you know, just dominating pitcher of his time. I mean, I, I, I'm also like a closet Expos fan. I grew up a Braves fan in the 80s. Then we got the Marlins. But I always had an affinity for the for the Expos. It's weird. Gus knows over here. I'm the I'm the poutine king over here. But oh. uh, <laughs> he has like three Expos hats. I love it, man. And I got a, and I got the Pedro Martinez uh, the the jersey for the Expos too. So you doing that episode and then trading him for or trading for his brother? That was another great one. I'm telling you. They, <laughs> that's so that's 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 probably my favorite episode, right? Like it's just it's so good from front to back. And the 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 funny thing for me on that one, just behind the scenes stuff, was you know I I have. Um, like at that point we were doing 25 year old baseball cards and so everything was 25 years old and that was because that's what I had in my, in my garage yeah. so you know and this year we started to break out of that but anyway so we were doing 1992s and I had like you know three different and the cards so he's coming up and I'm trying to figure out because that was like right around like he, he appeared in games in 92 but he wasn't like like only a couple and I was like man I'm going through going through like on my phone trying to figure out if any of those if any of those brands have a Pedro card that year mm-hmm. because the best thing you could do is get get your own card right yeah um so i'm like well i'm looking at the top checklist i'm looking at the donor's checklist i'm looking at the later checklist and i don't he wasn't any of them i texted my friend who's like super duper baseball card guy um <laughs> and i'm like hey do you know this is Pedro in any of these and he's like no he's not but ramon ramon's in there and i was like all right cool well, that'd be great <laughs> we got Ramon, and then literally ten minutes later, we got Ramon. Like, wow! Oh, so good. And, <laughs> that was uh, so and for anybody, for anybody who accuses it, like it's all real. Like none of it. We have people say that oh, we packed the packs or whatever. Like it's all one hundred percent real. We I never, was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you because sometimes yeah, it seems yeah. a little too good to be true. But I'm watching. I'm like, he's opening these packs. I remember how these old wax packs are. Yeah. You know, it, you can't really fake that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, and definitely don't eat the bubble gum on some of these that are still in there. But <laughs> well, like some people, some people have accused us of like, yeah, we open it. But then we switch out the cards. Like you say, you can edit it together. And I'm like, no, we don't. We do not do anything like that. We, you know, we we open the pack up, and you see it. You know, like if you watch the Rome Gardner episode, like he didn't get anybody good, man. All yeah, I was I was gonna mention that pack was a little dry. I mean, he's stuck yeah. in his own card. It there, was. But that works though. <laughs> it was, but then but then it makes it good when you get the one card when you get the really good card at the end. Mm-hmm. When when I got the bonds, it was like, oh my god, like on my end, I'm like, oh, that saved us. Like that made this episode really good. But then if you know if you're a collector, you know how it is to get a bunch of crappy cards. Absolutely. And then you're like, oh, at the end I got a really good one. I feel just so great now. So. It makes it makes it feel better when you get like the one you're looking for. Yeah, I'll tell you, I was a I was a collector probably up until like I want to say like the '94 '95 was probably the last year that I was actually like actively trying to get packs. It got too too much like subsets and inserts. It wasn't like your your big four and then you know your your couple of little extra cards. It just got a little too saturated, and the market became a memorabilia market and not a hobby market anymore. But but man, yeah, it got it got tough, man. It got yeah, tough. It, it got tough. But I, I'm telling you, I love what you're doing. I, I really, really enjoy it. I got to ask you, though. You got to talk to Rowan Gardner. Is there any chance that you got a Sandlot uh, episode coming up here or maybe a little big league one? I mean, I think, I think those are the three big, uh, big uh, baseball movies for us from, from that generation. We, we, have not, we do not have a Sandlot episode in the oh. bank as much as, I, <laughs> as much as I have tried. But um, not to say that we won't because I'm hoping that they're going to be at the All-Star game and I'm hoping we can, we can do some there. Um, yeah, I do not have anything with little that, big right? leagues. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, well, they had they had it earlier this year, and there was actually a day, there was a day we were trying to get them, and we had 
no, we the day we shot Rowan Gardner, we shot the Rowan Gardner one a couple months ago actually. Okay. And it was around the time of Sam and I was like, Hey, can you just get them to come to this too? Can you just get like, <laughs> you know, a couple guys like just have them come by. It won't take that long, you know, if you could have Henry Rowan Gardner and Ann Porter, but it didn't it didn't work out. Awesome. So okay, so but so can we settle the debate here out of the three movies? Which one is uh which is which is which is the uh, number one place? Which is first place here for you? Sam, Sam, Sam is the best. Part. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. It's, unanimous, it's unanimous. I, think I see. I think I like Rookie of the Year. I think Little Big League is underrated. I um, I agree. I agree. I actually yeah. put Little Big League number two. I'm, I'm I don't know if it's that he uh, Rookie of the Year. I, although the hot ice part with Daniel Stern is still one of my favorite <laughs> things. Yeah. I mean anything Daniel Stern does. That guy's hilarious. funny, man. That's so that guy's funny. so funny. But that's another underrated one. But yeah, I, I put Little Big League number two there. I, I see. I think I think rookie of the year might still be number two, but it might be pretty close. Like to, to me, the difference is I like the idea of a kid pitching in the big leagues more than I like the idea of a kid managing mm-hmm. in the big leagues. Yeah. But what little league, what little big league had for it though is that it had Grippy in it. So yes. I was oh, like, oh, yeah. Grippy's in this movie. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all about that. And and we had Randy Johnson Griffey, in there too. He was Grippy was better than. Griffey was better than having Bond and Rookie of the Year, I thought. Yeah, Griffey's, Griffey's definitely all-time. <laughs> all-time. Well, okay, so I had an experience. I, I was never a huge baseball trading card fan uh, growing up, but last year I had a pretty cool experience that if I would have had that experience when I was a little kid, maybe I would have been a huge baseball card uh, trading guy. But um, So I'm Nicaraguan. Last year at the All-Star Game, Dennis Martinez was there. Uh, so I got in line. I bought I bought a, a card at one of those little stands, and I had him sign the card. <laughs> I got two actually, one for me and one for my one for my dad. So I, th- I thought that was I don't know why I had never gotten into that before, but that was I felt like a five year old at that moment, man. <laughs> so my 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 question so, to and, you, you know what though, that's uh-huh. that's what it was like for me being like a seven year old though, because yeah. we would, yeah. you know, we we would go to games and we would back then you had access because the players would in Oakland at least they'd have to walk out of the stadium to the parking lot, so. You know, you have, like, a few hundred feet where, um, you know, Marvel Wire, Jose Canseco had to come out, and you had to, like, see if you could get them to sign your card. Well, that's what, I have, that's I what mean, it's I like. I have Canseco on the Wire card signed from that. So that helped. That helped me. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I understand what you're saying because it's, it's like that if you would have done that when now. you were a kid, you'd been into it like me. It's like that at Marlins games now. We actually, uh, Edwin and I, met Barry Bonds and Jose, Jose Fernandez, Fernandez same, same night, game. like a month before Jose passed. And we got him to sign a couple of hats. Yeah, let me tell you, Jose Fernandez, I don't know if you ever got a chance to meet him, but he was just like a stand-up guy. Every, after every game, no matter if he pitched or anything, he was always out there signing autographs for a little while uh, on his way to his car, doing, you know, exiting the stadium there. It was just, and it's a shame what happened, but, uh, but hopefully, you know, we remember the good stuff because he was definitely uh, one of the good ones. Yeah, I talked to him, I talked to him one time. Oh, really? Um, yeah, but, that was that. but it was like, it was at the All-Star game a couple of years ago, so it was just a real quick, yeah. you know, real quick thing. But yeah, he was he was good. He had some he had some personality. I think that's why everybody liked him. Yeah, but let me tell you, uh, you got, I know the 86 Don Russ, Jose Canseco, that was the Holy Grail. I totally agree with you as a kid. I mean, I, <laughs> I bought that card as an adult probably like 10 years ago, finally, was when I finally owned it, and I have it in my little binder of cards still. So <laughs> I know the feeling, man. I know... No, the one that got you want you want you want a confession. I don't think I've ever said anywhere. Oh, um, I do. I do not have a. I don't have the good Griffey rookie. Oh, never the, in my life have the I upper had deck the number good one? Griffey rookie. Yep, don't have it. Oh, yeah, so then, and so what? What's the best card you've been able to trade your way into? Uh, the best, the best card I think I've traded for. I had a bunch of bonds. Um, 
had a bunch of those Bonds Flare cards, the, the 87 Flare. Yeah. And so my uncle, my uncle collected cards like when he was younger. And so I, I was able to trade him kind of a bunch of Bonds. Right. So I was able to trade him like a, a Ripken, like the Ripken rookie, which I was really happy about because I felt like, oh, and that was like before, that was before everybody had baseball cards. Like not a lot of people have, you know, like early 80s. Stuff. Yeah. So I felt yeah. like I was pretty, I was pretty happy about that, but I, I found Griffey, like, I just really stood my ground on this. I was like, you know, I'm not going to go buy it. Like, I really want to pull it out of a pack. Mm-hmm. And if I don't get it, then I don't get it. And I never tra- I never got anybody to trade me for one, so I just have never had it. And I'm hoping, this is not the, <laughs> this is not an ongoing challenge in the show. I mean, I hope we get Griffey one time. But nice. it would be great if, if we get it on the show, because I've never, I've never had it in my life. Oh, dude, you retire after that. I'm <laughs> telling you, man. That's, <laughs> it doesn't We're get done. better than that. You That's it. That's the that. end. Yeah. That's your walk-off right there. I'm telling you, uh, yep. now you're you're doing a great job, man. I, I really appreciate the the what you've brought to the public here with the show. It's to me, it resonates with me. It, it really really motivates me. I feel like I uh, I cheated though by buying the uh, Jose Canseco rookie card, but you know I, I I got it. I'm gonna I'm not I'm not gonna feel too bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't that wasn't to call you out or criticize you. It was just that I, that, that made me think about that made me think about Griffey, and then I was like. You know, I'm gonna tell you guys something I never, I've never said. <laughs> no, I'll tell you if I could, if I could pack that that '89 uh, upper deck number one. That, see, guys, guys is looking at me. He's like, I don't know what I'm talking. What, like, he doesn't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, nope. number one card in the '89 set. That was the Griffey rookie that everybody talks about. All right, um, man. I have, a, I have three packs, man. I have three packs. That if we ever get Griffey, we're opening all three. Oh, nice. Dope. Nice, nice. Well, Mike, I want to thank you so much for joining us, man. Giving us, uh, sharing your time with us. Uh, and, and anytime you're welcome to come back here and talk a little baseball, I'd love to dive in a little bit more about, you know, what's going on currently in baseball, but I, I really wanted to talk old baseball cards here. Is there anything else you want to, uh, I know you, you, you said you're doing a podcast now, correct? Oh yeah, we do the Yahoo Sports MLB podcast with myself, uh, Jeff Fasten and Tim Brown. If you like baseball, you should go check it out. We sort of had a little bit of a, a moment yesterday because we had the, uh, the, the story about Archie Bradley pooping himself that came from, <laughs> oh my God, from yes. our, our podcast. I was sharing so, uh, that story with these like, guys. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But if you like sort of moments like that, like I think our interviews are really good. We get people to like, you know, open up and, and kind of be themselves. So we've had we've had some really good ones. We had Carlos Gomez talking about. We had a really long Carlos Gomez interview, but he was talking about like, you know, being a kid in the Dominican Republic, like building coffins. Uh, Joey Votto, he's also said all kinds of Joey Votto stuff. We had Chris Archer. Oh, but all really like interesting and thoughtful people, and they kind of opened up to us. And, um, well, we've also had, you know, Kershaw and Mike Trout and Allison Hall. So go check it out. We're only like 12 episodes in, but it's been it's been really good so far. And we're just trying to connect it to more people because I, uh, I think baseball fans will like it. Awesome, man. I definitely, I definitely will. Especially, uh, I'm curious about Joey Votto. That guy seems like a like he's a whole lot of fun I, from what I see on the field. He was another one that surprised me. That, guy's got, that guy knows how he's to play a, with he's the He's a very, <laughs> very interesting guy, man. He's a very and well, cool, man. Thank you so much again, Mike, for joining us. Appreciate it, man. And you're welcome back anytime, okay? Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Take hey, care. Take care, bye. Take it easy, Mark. Later. Bye. All right, so there you have it. That was the one and only Mike Oz. We've been trying for uh, how long to get him? A few months. A few long months time. now. We were, we were just playing a little uh, phone tag and and uh, just tag in general. But we're fortunate to have him on today. Hopefully we'll have him on again. So thank you to Mike Oz. Once again, old baseball cards. Check it out on Yahoo and on Facebook. And um, and check out his podcast, too. We'll be posting links for both of that stuff. So, well, we're going on a little long, but we want to get in some, some basketball stuff, okay? It's been going on here. It's, it's the, the most exciting offseason 
in any sport. It's basketball, I think. Yeah, I think it's, so too. It's, it's, it has it, surpassed NFL offseason. It's surpassed NFL and it's surpassed oh, the NBA season. I don't season. know about that. Now. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, only because of LeBron James. That's it. We can keep going. Right, well, right now, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's that, and it's and it's surpassed the regular season too. Like we don't even care about the rate. Like we, it's been the same finals for the last four years, and and really, there's been no surprises, no anything. But every year, we've been more excited about what's going to happen. You know, the the possibility of it. And this year is no different. Now, um, the the latest. Let's just get right to it. The latest is Kawhi. Demanded a trade, and now he he says he's gonna go. He wants to go to the Lakers. He wants to go to Lakers or Clippers. He wants to go to LA. He says he's not happy over there, and he wants to get out of there. Now the Spurs said they're not gonna trade him to anybody on the on the West. Nope. So that means that that means he's coming to Miami. That means he's coming to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> but no, there's actually a, a, a couple weeks ago we were talking about it, and I I felt really strong that this that he was gonna be a Laker, LeBron, and that this super team was gonna get formed. But now a couple of things have happened that make me wonder again. Makes me feel like I have no idea what's going to happen. I, I don't know who, who's the front runner. Who's uh, there's so many different possibilities and storylines here that I, I can't. There's no betting favorite anymore. No. You know, a couple of weeks ago it was it was LA or like oh it's a shoe and it's going there. Okay, can but I, now can I ask a question of ignorance? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, in the NBA basketball professional uh-huh. sport, like how do those contracts work? Like because I know like in the world of soccer, like you know a player is owned by a club, yeah. and there's like these weird transfer fees, and depending like what league they're coming from, like. MLS has like these crazy rules. Yeah, no, the NBA structure is is pretty rigid. They have a high salary cap, but there is yeah. a salary cap. Right. There's rules about how much you can spend on re-signing your players and how it affects well, your like cap. Like you're saying, how you guys are saying, like, like this player wants to go here. Like, how much of that? The, how does how, how does that influence it, the actual transfer? Well, that's that, and that's the interesting thing that we're. This is now an, uh, an era where player empowerment is is at its peak right now, where players can dictate. Mm-hmm. Where they're going to okay. go now? In other sports, like in baseball, a no trade clause is very prominent. Where you okay. you know they can put up you can't trade me unless I approve. So the legality. NBA different. has that too. NBA has it, but they've only handed it out like a couple of times, and I believe yeah, Kobe Com- was like the first Carmelo guy. has it. Well, he Carmelo had it. Had it. He had to let it go. He he took it off to get traded. To from get traded. New York. It, it's it's not something you see so much in basketball. Now, what's going on right now is with Kawhi Leonard saying that he's tired of San, San Antonio and he wants to get traded. He's forcing his way out with one year left on his contract. But the problem is. He's also been vocal about how he wants to go to the Lakers. So other teams, other potential suitors that are going to make a deal with San Antonio are going to, you know, they're going to bring their deal down because they're like, hey, this guy, is, we're renting a player for a year, essentially, and then hoping that he signs with us. But eventually he's going to go somewhere else. Yeah, so he's not we're not going to give you our best what, stuff. What, what does this mean to you guys as, like, basketball fans? I mean, because, like, I mean, I'm not very well acquainted with basketball, but, like, I can I, sit I, here and say, like, I, honestly, Michael Jordan played for the Bulls. Yeah, honestly, yeah. we love it because it's, it's like mm-hmm. we just said, it's been more drama right. with the offseason than with the regular season. Okay. It, the storylines are better, the possibility. But how, how, does, how does that affect, like a, like, like, a lifelong fan of, like, a team? Like, you know, like, we're, like, you can go back a couple generations yeah. where it'll be like, well, Larry Bird always played Boston. Yeah, well, you know? loyalties, you know, now it's that like... Doesn't it doesn't exist. It, it, they don't exist as much anymore. Players are much more friendlier than they were before. Mm-hmm. Rivalries yeah. were more uh, vicious before the than they are now. The culture has changed a lot. The culture has changed a lot. These guys mm-hmm. are like the banana boat crew, you know, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, and Melo, and their, LeBron. It goes back to the youth development because they all play each other since they're little kids. Yep. Yeah. AAU and other, all that stuff. AAU, yep. yeah. is, it, is it a small pool that they're drawn from? Is that what it is? It's just... it's You know earlier on who are the kids that are going to make it it's a right. small okay. world when you're in that in that sport because a lot of a lot of these kids know each other because they're running into each other the aau the tournaments the nike tournaments and all that stuff so they will see each other through their entire career until they get to the nba like lebron james uh, mm-hmm. Carmelo anthony and it's also Dwayne a very Wade. elite group of people who yeah. right. do make it to the nba because for instance in the nfl 
you have a um, you have much larger rosters. How many players on an NFL roster? Like fifty uh, something. It's a it's a it's count practice squad. It's a sixty-two man roster. Sixty-two right, man right, roster, yeah. right? And and for times thirty something teams, thirty thirty-two teams. Mm-hmm. And the NBA is like twelve guys, twelve fifteen guys per team. That's yep. it. That's it. That's, That's total. It. And the the NBA draft is only two rounds no, deep. You know, uh, with like an guaranteed NBA contracts franchise. are only in the first round. Do they have like like for example, like in soccer, you have like you know you have like your main squad, and then you have like a like a no, B there's, squad. No, no, no. There's, 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 there's no farm. Teams, there's no coming there's, up and down. There's no minor leagues. They have a, right. no. They do. They have a D. They, they have it, what's called the, or the G League now, the Gatorade oh, League. Is oh, that right, where they yeah. have like some kind of like contract with like a like a like They'll a lower have, tier? Like, yeah, a lower tier. But there's guys who play a whole career and never get out of there. It's not as it's not as um. Guy, I, I read I read about some, I read about some dude who's like a I guess he works as like a math teacher, but he also plays like some the, uh, the guy from the Lakers. The guy, the guy from the Lakers, Lakers Ingram, yeah. He, um, is that he, what that is? Like, there's that's what that he got a one is. day yeah. contract. Didn't he, he got a one day contract. There yeah. have been some guys that have come up from the D League and been successful, but it's not as common as like in baseball, where you constantly have guys that are developing in the minor leagues that eventually come up. Right, and the have farm a system in baseball farm. is like this whole different like exactly. monster where there's like so there's so a lot more. There's a bigger pool there of players. Right. So the guys that do make it to the NBA or that have potential to make it to the NBA, the it's it is it is. It is small, and small. player empowerment in the NBA is huge right now. Right. The, they control the contracts. There's there's yeah. more money than ever before. Teams are making more money. Well, that, that, uh, that makes sense given like, the proximity that they yeah. have with each other. So right. yeah, it's 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 a it's a completely different animal uh, than right. it was you know in the '90s or anything like that. So right. instead of competing with each other for contracts, they're colluding with each other mm-hmm. for to, championship for championship. And also in this time or in this time colluding, of colluding, yeah, said. this colluding. time of the year. Teams are 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 not able to talk to players that are technically not free agents, even though it's okay. the off season until a certain date hits. I think it's coming up July first. Yeah, I it's July first. July first mm-hmm. will be the first day that you can actually start talking to players, and then July seventh, I think a week later, is the first day that those players can actually sign those contracts. So there's like a, a like a seven day window mm-hmm. where you can talk to players. They can agree to terms, but they can still change their mind and not right, sign right. with you. like signing day. But if it's tampering, if you contact a player before that and a, a team, but it's not tampering if players contact each other, and that's what and doing. that's where this has really taken off with in the last like ten years Chris with a lot of with, uh, colluding, with the, tampering, yeah, colluding yep. and tampering and saying, hey, yo, I'm thinking about going here. So a lot of these, a, a lot of this drama that's happening has already been decided. Right. We just don't, we won't we don't know, know about it until, you know, no. hey, it's, it's like politics. You'll find out later. Exactly. Until Stephen A. Smith tells us. Uh, until Stephen A. Smith tells us, you know. Quite frankly, uh, but <laughs> you know, back to what you're saying with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, uh, he's I, me. I personally think he's hurting himself. This is why. Oh, he's turning down a lot of money. Yeah. For one, he's coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not yet, not yet. After depends where he goes. Depends where he goes. He's coming off an injury that Tony Parker said that he played several games with. Mm-hmm. Two, he's on the last year of a 19 million dollar contract. Yeah. Now, say for instance, he pulls a. Prima Donna move and doesn't want to play the entire season. Yeah, teams are not going to want to buy into that because obviously it's going to be new talent come up. It's going to be a I think uh, uh, AD uh, from the Pelicans is going to be a top dog. Oh yeah, going into next year he's going to be the hot ticket, yep. and I think KD is going to be a hot ticket again next year because it's going to be his contract is up. Yeah, so he's hurting himself. I can see Kawhi. It'll be a three team trade, and that team who gets him understand he's going to be a mercenary. And it is going to ask them, hey, when you come here, just give us a chance to win a championship. Yeah. You can do what the fuck you want after this. Yeah, I think I think what's he, he's definitely gambling and he's betting on himself mm-hmm. that he's you know he's going to have another chance to cash in on this big payday that he could potentially get if he stays in San Antonio. The Joe Flacco, but move. yeah, 
But now, a couple interesting things that I heard today that nobody's mentioned, which really made me think. Everybody just assumes that Kawhi wants to play with LeBron, bro. Yeah. I never, ever, I never assumed that. I feel, I feel like the majority of people, maybe you could be an exception, but yeah. myself included, I thought, yeah, I've kept assuming that, yeah, Kawhi wants to play with LeBron. And so we got, mm-hmm. let's not forget, man, Le, 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 not everybody wants to play with them. I mean, Kyrie said, yo, fuck you, bro. I, I don't want to do that. What makes, like, we can't just assume that Kawhi wants to be that, you know, number two to LeBron obviously being the number one. Mm-hmm. You know and I'm saying? So that's something that nobody had really mentioned uh, until today that I heard about. And I was like, damn, you know, maybe... Maybe this whole like instant mashup of the two players, and this is why this is why I'm, I was saying that I'm even more confused than I was a couple of weeks ago, which is you got that stuff coming out. You got San Antonio saying they're only traded to the East, and then the other little domino that falls. There's three guys in play here. It's, it's LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul, Paul George. George. Those are the three big mm-hmm. guys that eventually, where the first domino falls, it'll dictate where everybody else falls. You know what all I mean? Right. And what all these other teams will do, that, and how they'll be comparable to like when the big three were assembled. Here. Exactly, yeah. Right. So it's they're waiting for it now. LeBron is apparently waiting for the Kawhi thing to get settled, but Kawhi is waiting for one thing. And then, meanwhile, Paul George, who's this odd man out, he's sitting there with an opportunity to sign a contract with Oklahoma, which will pay him very similar to the Kawhi Leonard the situation. Yeah, they'll, they'll pay him the super max, or he can go and sign somewhere else mm-hmm. as a completely free agent. He can opt out and go as a free agent and, and go to Los Angeles or something like that. Now, first off, if he goes to Los Angeles, and let's say Kawhi and LeBron are there, he's going to be number three. If he goes to Los Angeles and it's Kawhi or LeBron there, he's still going to be number two behind those guys, yeah. right? Yeah. So he's going to be turning one. down, he's going to be losing out on the money, and he's going to be well, second, what's the age secondary difference guy. Between these guys? It's not so much not the age difference, the perceived skill level and the superstar character. Well, guys, how long would this guy have to play second fiddle? It's, it, it, it's, it, he would have to really impress because the two guys that we're talking about, Kawhi right. and LeBron, these are exceptional talents. Kawhi you know? is more, he's a all, he has an all-around skill set. He can yeah. play defense. So, so in terms of that, I would understand. Like when we had the big three here, like mm-hmm. who, who were the twos and threes? It was it, Originally, this was a Wade's team, and then when LeBron got there, LeBron became the big fish. And Wade was, it, it was that was a unique situation because Wade was so loved by Miami right. that it was okay for him to share the spotlight and let LeBron be the big guy, but it was still Wade's team does kind that, of thing. Does that speak about, like, Wade's maturity level? And at that time, it spoke about their friendship. Their relationship. Right. Their yeah, relationship, right. you yeah. know. And mm-hmm. Bosch was always number three, but he was very liked. And, and the thing is, these super teams don't always work. There's been many examples where they've, you know, people have put these things together and it just fails. You know, the Lakers with, with, uh, with everybody else and all that stuff. You know, it, it, it's, it's happened. These things with uh, – the Lakers with Steve Nash and Dwight Howard and then the Lakers again with um, – with Carl Malone and Gary Payton, they've done this before and it hasn't worked out. It's not always a given that if you stack the talent. Old, this year alone, uh, you had Carmelo with Russell Westbrook and Paul George together, and I, I they, they the lost out in the first round. It's just such a small group to begin with. Like it just yeah. it, it, it doesn't fit the it doesn't fit like the super ego. Exa- yeah, and then that's the whole thing. So I'm I'm concerned about something here. First off, I don't think Paul George is that good, bro. You know what? You're the first person that I hear say that, and I have to agree with that. I don't think he's like a I number think he's one caliber a lot player. Of hype. Y'all guys, y'all guys forgot in the in the year that the Pacers played the Heat uh-huh. before yeah. he broke his ankle in the uh, uh, Olympic the USA team. team yeah. yeah, Paul George was a was a, an assassin, bro. Okay, he, he was he an balls. assassin, balls, but you know who else was an assassin? Victor Oladipo. Are you putting him in the same category? They I played on the same team. No, and him, got, and, him and, and Victor, went the same distance Oladipo, that they did in the playoffs. Oladipo wasn't on the team that year. Who's, who's that no, on he was oh. Victor Oladipo now compared to Paul George. Yeah, yeah, no, but no, I'm no, saying, no. but Victor Oladipo is the guy who's leading the Pacers. To the playoffs, and he 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 took LeBron right. to seven, but he's never accomplished right. anything. Oladipo, like Oladipo accomplished had to come from Orlando to uh, OKC. OKC, I'm sorry, OKC mm-hmm. to well, 
first Orlando to oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, they were but, traded for each other, and essentially okay. Oldipo had the but better But Paul season. George, when you remember Danny Granger was on that team. Yeah, Danny Granger was a you, good player. He was a legit, but he had knee issues. Okay. So, even that that team, that year that when Paul George dunked on Birdman, mm-hmm. and, and LeBron James, after the game, because they lost the series, mm-hmm. came up to him and was like, you like, you going to be that dude. He kind of passed the torch to him. Mm-hmm. If Paul George never got hurt, uh-huh. he will be talked about as like LeBron and KD. Ah, dude, I think yeah, I man, think we're listen, overvaluing no, the guy. I know no. he got hurt, but he's rebounded nicely. I think he's an effective player. He's a good player, good guy, good player, good player. But he's not a <laughs> but he's not a great player. I don't okay, think he's this analytics. world talent. All bro. these teams they're going by analytics. Now. Mm-hmm. They're doing all this analytics stuff, and they're trying to get the the closest person to LeBron James. These teams are doing analytics on these free agents, guys, and I guarantee you they're putting Paul George, not obviously at LeBron James tier, but he if LeBron James is 1A, Paul George is 2A. Okay. Let me tell you. Let me ask you something, okay? When you think of LeBron James, and even the resident non-basketball guy over here can think of a lot of highlights and single moments that he can recall, like, damn, you know, LeBron James, like he, he really resonates with you with stuff that he's done. Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, these are all guys that can do that stuff. Name me a Paul George highlight that you're like, yo, remember when Paul George did this? I would actually like it if you guys would mention the other guy with the start of the letter O. I've never heard of that guy. Victor Oladipo. 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 <laughs> yeah. He's an African. He was. A, he's. A, he's. Well, I, I figured as much. No, yeah, he's, well, he's, he's really. He's nice. He's, he's nice. a guy who in in college was really good. He was a number two overall. But how pick. come I've never heard of him? Yeah, he was a number two overall pick, and he went to Orlando, Orlando first, first, and that's where he played. And he. But, but it sounds like he like brought something to the table. The with thing his is, team. this season was his first real breakout season okay. after a few years, and he's the guy who's traded for Paul George, so they essentially right. swapped teams. The Paul George that you and Paul George is the guy who's hyped up. Everybody's okay. so highly of, and when you look at it, Oladipo had a much better season than Paul George. Well, so, well time out. Well, forget these analytics and this stuff that we're talking about. Like, yeah. Think purely base as an athlete. What does Paul George bring to like that triumvirate he is, of players? He is, he's a skilled player. He's a skilled player. He's, he's, player. he's an athlete. He's, I'll give him. He's that. a scorer. Okay. He has a he has a, a a decent defense. But if those three guys could play together in a team, and there's no battle of egos, no who's the one, who's the two, who's the three, mm-hmm. what do they bring to the table, and what do they bring to the sport? Kawhi, his he's known to be a great defensive player. Okay, Kawhi yeah. and defense is important yeah, in very all sports. Important. Now, but he's a, he's a he's a really good offensive player. Where he's yeah, like he's a the, quiet, so he's well very well rounded. Yeah, yeah, so he's kind of well rounded. Okay, Paul George, I think is just a a smidge underneath him. Okay, just a little bit. Just because of the fact that Kawhi defense wins games. Okay. When you when you think about playing in the West too against Curry, them we are LeBron James. He's self-explanatory. Like yeah. you're, you're no, I, I know who that dude. I'm, so, just, I'm telling you, name me a Paul George highlight, man. You're right. I can't. I, I can't. That, I can't name thing. him. I can't so name why do we put this guy on such a big pedestal and compare him to these guys and make him seem so poor? And if I'm Paul, Paul George, George yeah, I'm thinking that I could say I could make the same comparisons. AD, uh, uh, Davis for mm-hmm. the Pelicans. Yeah. Name me a highlight about him. Oh, Anthony Davis dropped over 40 points and like 20 rebounds for I don't know how many straight games. Paul he was George. Number one Paul overall pick. Paul George. And like he's dropping 40 easily. Yeah, but, he, but I've never the, heard of him. The way he's done it, bro. And, he, and also, we're also talking about a guy who's like seven feet tall. He's the guy yeah. with the unibrow. He's seven feet tall. He's, gotcha. he's, it's not a fair comparison because he's Thank a more you. polarizing physical specimen, too. Yeah. I'm, but just, I'll, the, the, I'm trying to just make a point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's Paul George is not a sleeper. You're saying we're trying to. Your question was, 
while we're Google and Gaga over this guy, he's not really that dude. Yeah. But he's that the, Google the teams, him at all. The teams, <laughs> the teams, the people who are gawking for him, they see it that he can be a difference maker. I, I, and I get that. I'm Is that because saying, it plays into those analytics that you're talking about? Yeah. yeah I'm teams are going with analytics. They are they sure. really are. Yeah. So that's the new age of of of, of it makes finding, sense. It finding makes talent. Sense. Yeah. I just feel like I think he's a little I think he's very overrated. Look, how many teams are there in the NBA? Uh, 30 or 32? 32. 32, right? Yeah. yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. He has to, he, Paul George is a top 32 player. So he could oh, be sure. a he number one. He could be the best one. guy on a, on a team. Exactly. But what I'm saying is he was the best guy on the Pacers for, for a while. And he never but really accomplished the anything. He, he wanted out. He, he wanted, wanted out. out. He got out, went to Oklahoma. And then his last game in the playoffs, he went like two for 18 and like five points or some shit. Like He's, the guy, he, yeah. Yeah, but he didn't you, leave with, he didn't leave you going, wow, that guy was great in his well, last well, game well, there, bro. Anybody you know? goes to OKC that's playing with Westbrook, they, their game has to be adjusted. The game has to be adjusted. Even Kevin Durant, even James Harden, who was over there as the sixth man, yeah, he his game had to be adjusted. And when he went to Houston, obviously he's the MVP this year. You sound like dudes that like you have to build a team around. Like you bring them in, yeah. and then you have to play your cards. The thing is that yeah, some of these guys they are a player that you have to build the team around them. But there are other players that are also like that. But when you put them on the, uh, together with another player that's like that, they figure it out together. Like if you look right. at the Warriors, they have like. Two, maybe three of those guys. The Warriors are the Thunder before the Thunder, or after. Yeah. You know, they, they, after the, 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 thunder. the Thunder are the Warriors before the Warriors. That's yeah. what it was. You know, when they had those three guys, yeah. that eventually all three are now MVPs. And you know that's I mean? and I'm glad you made that concept because I was going to I was going to add. Well, name any other team that had MVPs that had their three players, mm-hmm. and, and the, one of the players was coming off the bench. Yeah. That. Were all MVPs. Yeah. Now, essentially, if, if Harden had stayed there his whole career, maybe he wouldn't have had, you know, that's, 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 that's hypothetical. That's yeah. hypothetical, but yeah. it, it still, he, he did have this season, and you compare it, and it's just a shame. Like, if you're a Thunder fan, it's got to suck for you right now. Yeah, man. because if oh, they would have trusted the process, because the, the year they lost against the Heat in 2014. Mind you, they drafted those guys back to back to back. Yeah, all together. Three draft picks, they drafted three future yep. MVPs. Three years in a row. Man, they if all, you're a Sonics fan, MVPs. you're shooting yourself. And the thing about it is, you got to be mad at OKC because they traded Harden. Yeah. They traded him because of uh, money, because they didn't want to pay. They didn't want to yeah. pay the luxury. Well, that was that was that was the, the problems of being a small market team. You know, trying to be a small well, fish. Fuck in a that. Big now, if you were to trust in the process as an owner and say, "Hey, we just want to make sure," let's see what happens. They could be. They could have been okay. They could have been yeah. the, the the Warriors. The thing no. is that there's no guarantee that OKC was going to be, even if they kept those three guys, that they were going to be what the Warriors are right now. There's no guarantee. Yeah. It was no guarantee because we didn't so, think the Warriors would be the Warriors until they became the Warriors. Exactly. Yeah. So so. Uh, but them betting on themselves back then was a huge risk. Yeah. Because if, if you lose that risk, you, you're not gaining that monetary payoff that comes with being the Warriors. Watch this. And mm-hmm. speaking of the Warriors, guys, because Dwight Howard is about to get bought out of his contract. Really? He yeah. Just, he they're, they're, got... they're thinking about buying out his contract. I think it's a bum. Ooh. Watch this. He's now. a bum. I can yeah. see. It'll be great. If Dwight Howard is really serious, <laughs> I can see him going to – you just said it. Dwight Howard's not serious. That's no, no, no. If, if they can see him being say. serious, he can go to he can go to Golden State, bro. He's a bum. He could be a difference he maker. Seriously, he's a bum. He, I don't know what the fuck happened to that guy. He had all the talent in the world, and then he just became this fucking cancer everywhere he went. He just became a bum, bro. Like the guy, he 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 was so loved in Orlando. And he I was, was one of the guys yeah. that I liked yeah. him in Orlando. Yeah, he was great. He got to L.A. 
He put up poo-poo face the whole time, poo-poo. butted heads with Kobe, and he's never rebounded. Kobe sucked the life out of Dwight Howard, bro. Yeah. He's made him a guy that's impossible that nobody well, what, likes. What does that say about him, that he can't fucking like, rebound mentally from yeah, that? That's the thing. So they're saying a lot frail, of players bro. don't like he's him. They, they say he's like, if he walks into the locker room, players really steer away from him. They just can't stand him as a, yeah, as a teammate. So, so the guy's bro, a there's dick. no chance that guy at that's this what point in his saying. career that he's going to figure out anything and he's going to be any good. Now, I want to ask you, James Harden winning the MVP, all the numbers say that LeBron had the better season. LeBron had equally as... I thought he had a broken thing. hand. Huh? I thought he had a broken yeah, hand. In the finals. LeBron didn't miss a game. This guy missed like 10 games. He had more triple doubles. He had all this argument. Did, did LeBron James get hosed, or did James Harden really deserve that? <sighs> That's a great question, because you, you sent that message out in our group, yeah. and you can play with those numbers all day. If you play more games like LeBron James did, obviously the numbers are going to speak for itself. If James Harden would have played the amount, same amount, if he missed those, what, eight games, you said? Uh, yeah, he, 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 he probably could have been in the same category. He, he, he didn't get that many yeah, he didn't get that many triple doubles. Yeah. To be honest with you, LeBron James should have got MVP. LeBron James should have been the MVP. I don't even think you know honestly. And this, is, this is a super hot take. Get the hot take button ready. Right. This is a super hot take. I think Chris Paul was more valuable to the Rockets than James Harden was. Oh. Look at it. They did, he did, the two games that he was out. All of a sudden, the they Rockets lost. couldn't beat. They yeah. couldn't win. They had a three-two series lead. Chris Paul's out for two games, and they couldn't just they couldn't who, figure it out. Who was better to their team? What do you mean? Like who 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 was better to the team overall? Well, that's that's that's, that's the whole the argument here. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, James Harden wins the MVP over LeBron, but yet when you really look at it in the playoffs, when it counted the most, James Harden had a chance to be the guy to to take on the big bad Warriors, and he couldn't win one of the last two games with one of them being at home as well. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and he had less it, of a leadership role. Is what it is? But this is. But they're overrated as well. The I only think reason this guy's more valuable. The NBA right, well, game. All right, I'm sorry. No, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. To counter what you're saying, just to play devil's advocate. There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't uh, say that James Harden can't, shouldn't be the MVP because he didn't win one of those two games against the Warriors. Yeah. LeBron didn't do it either. MVP. LeBron, did, yeah. LeBron huh? didn't do it either. Yeah, that's facts. Okay, but LeBron didn't miss. Well, okay. We're talking about playoffs or we talk about season? Exactly. It's, it's, it's a regular season. It's a regular season, season okay, award. Okay, we're talking about regular season. season award. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, LeBron, we've, we've established his team is garbage. And even with his garbage team and him playing lights out, he they got swept. The this guy obviously had a better team. They were much more competitive. They had a series lead on them. They won three games, which is three yeah. more games than this guy won. But the moment he loses his sidekick, couldn't win another game. So, so LeBron was saying. better to the team overall. I think LeBron is obviously oh, yeah, more important, I, I, I more agree, valuable, agree. in essence, to that. I agree. And I still this, say fuck LeBron James. But, you know? I, I can tell you right now, <laughs> and I, I'm about to put uh, James Harden, the third best player. This is why. Because Anthony Davis, if you would have seen what he did this year yeah. with having that team, he, he should have... Got more he should have gotten a little more. And he will. I think he yeah. will eventually. But the reason they gave, James, gave it to James Harden this year, because the past three years, he's always been at the tip of winning it. But it's, I, I just think he's a scorer. I think it's a sympathy award. It's they like gave a, it to him for sympathy. Yeah, yeah because everybody like gets a trophy. Nash. Is it's, that kind of shit? Uh, no. Everybody gets a trophy uh, for participating? Nah, he was uh, the best player on arguably, arguably the best team. You, Mr. Michael Jordan, do you think Carl Malone should have won that MVP when he did over Michael Jordan, who had a much better season that year? It was a sympathy thing back in the 90s when... Uh, when oh, no, Jordan should have won. Yeah, when Carl yeah. Malone got it. Just yeah, like when he, Steve, he, Nash, yeah. Steve Nash, Nash got those two MVPs. But hey, wait, wait, he, he and Carl Malone is no slouch. He's no slouch, but yeah. that was the one MVP he got. Uh, Michael Jordan had a better season, but it was just, you know, fatigue. Like, people were tired of Michael Jordan, and they're like, all right, let's give it to a guy. Oh, they had to change it up. Give it a change. Give this guy an opportunity. <laughs> it was a sympathy MVP. Yeah. Steve Everybody Nash winning those back-to-back 
MVPs. He earned those. That, no, he didn't earn those. You know who earned those? Jason Kidd a couple years earlier by taking a team to the finals with the, okay? Nets. Mm-hmm. With the Nets and doing all that stuff. But so they he was wouldn't better give for his team him. overall. He was, they wouldn't give it to, to Jason Kidd back then. So they were like, oh, shit, we fucked up. And Jason Kidd, oh, let's give it to this guy. That's To me, that's how I feel about uh, Steve Nash's <laughs> okay. uh, MVPs. Okay. I think it was more like, ah, we, we should have given it to this guy. Let's, let's, let's change the... Let's shift the focus and let, let's let's give it to a point guard because point guards weren't you know around, especially facilitating point guards like, oh, like Jason Kidd and Steve yeah. Nash. They're not scoring point guards like you know your your Stephon Marbury, Stephon Marbury, and yeah. Yeah. that. So to me, I think just, that's what it just is. to argue against LeBron a little bit. Um, you can argue that he's packing up all those stats because he's the only guy on that team exactly. that's never packed all those stats. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. it's like you're in the right kind but of that, thing. But, you know but I mean? yeah, I, I, but exactly. But it goes to the whole narrative of he is the most valuable. He's the only guy on that well, team yeah, that can so do anything. That's, that's, that's what I keep garbage. asking. Like, is he the one that like makes the rest of the team better? Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm absolutely. Is that, that what most valuable player means? Yeah, but, that, but, then, but then it also becomes a, you know, who's the most scoring, who's the most popular. Yeah, it becomes a, yeah, a lot of other things. That sounds like it's like subdivisions. Exactly, but that's what happens when these, it depends what's the, uh, what's the flavor of the week when it comes to time of voting? Players are like the the people who actually vote for these things. Like, oh, well, you know, what am I gonna like favor this year? You know, like yep. in it. because when you actually look at what's most valuable every year, it should be LeBron. Thank because you. every year that LeBron doesn't play for that team, that team sucks. sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's okay. always playing for that. Like, he should always win. If you actually follow the letter of the the of the award, most valuable player, it's there's no chance. But it's just people won't do that. Because All right. Question you know, to the three of you. Yes. As basketball fans, in your lifetime. Or at least since you've had use of reason as an adult, mm-hmm. who's the basketball person that like has been most in your conversation? Like, let's judge it by that. Not like who you like. Yeah. Who's the one that is the I, most I, talked about? I, I've, I've lived through two generations. I've lived through the whole Michael Jordan era. Well, tell me, buddy. Was, I think I'm older. Well, well, I've, okay. <laughs> well, I've lived through the whole Michael Jordan era. I, right. I was. I was. I, but I, he's. But he's not your guy because you were a kid. I, like, I was that, a kid that's for like part of it. But Jordan I was, is our era. Yeah, I was. A, I was in a. I was a kid for the first three. All right. And then his his next three championships. I was. You know, I was in high school and I was a teenager. I could understand it. As an adult, I've been able to absorb this greatness that is LeBron James. Unfortunately, he doesn't have the titles to go for it, but what he's done, right, but, to the but, finals, but you've been and, able to see his yeah, whole career as an adult. Sure, and, and appreciate his whole career. He's right. definitely, you know, extremely valuable. And I can make the case he's even more valuable than Michael Jordan because the year Michael Jordan retired, the Bulls still went to the playoffs. playoffs. You know, right. the two years that he was gone. You know what I'm saying? With Danny and Scottie Pippen. Well, 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 let's forget Jordan LeBron for a second. LeBron think, leaves Cleveland there. They're four years, get two number one picks. Overall, the three of you, the three of you, have LeBron James as like a touch point in like your being fan of the sport. Yeah. Whether you like him or you hate him. Yeah. He's part of your conversation yeah, absolutely. when you deal with the sport. Like the, he's like, the greatest player of this generation. Like yeah. Edwin said, sure. each yeah. year LeBron James can win the MVP just based off his overall importance of the team. Right. Be the part of that team. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. That, that, that makes sense. Now, the other, there was another, the other award show, which is this whole award show thing is like ridiculous. Like the Oscars. Oh, the Emmys. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do it. They, they throw that whole award show into the thing. The daytime Emmys. It's oh, no! dumbass shit, bro. They do this award show. Now, the Emmy, play, the playoffs have been dead for, for like, what, two weeks now since we had a champion, and now yeah. they're going to do this, and now they're going to crown regular yeah. season awards two weeks after the playoffs. They're, they're trying dumbass. to draw it out just to keep the uh, NBA relevant, but they don't yeah, have to do that no, because the offseason is off-season so... Is they compete, they compete with the NFL. They keep trying to compete with the NFL. Anyway, I think, I think all the awards were screwed up, okay? I'm going to go through this real quick here. Uh, MVP should have been LeBron. Coach of the year should have been Brad Stevens. They give it to a guy who ended up getting fired in, in Dwayne Casey. Rookie of the year, uh, non-rookie got rookie of the year. It should have been Donovan Mitchell. I know. Been Donovan what the fuck Mitchell. do you mean non-rookie? A got guy rookie who of the was year. injured his rookie year, 
um, got the Rookie of the Year award for playing in his second year. Everybody gets a fucking trophy. That's and bad that's, luck. That's uh, tough yeah. breaks. <laughs> it should you should get disqualified for, for even if it was Ben Simmons' rookie year. Still, Donovan Mitchell had a better, was season, a better season, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. And, and you can make arguments for both, but yeah. I still think that I, I know that the age difference is is like a year apart or something, or that maybe they're even the same year because this guy played like one year. I don't know how many years Donovan Mitchell played in in college, but you have a year to be a rookie and. Him playing this year, having been on the bench for a whole season, is an advantage. It's yeah. an advantage that Donovan Mitchell doesn't have, and you He's have to figure that into. Yeah, into the equation that this guy has an advantage. Yeah. So you can't really, you know, then yeah. congratulate they him. Should, say, hey, they should be like you get a sophomore award. Yeah, so, but you yeah. know, so, sophomore. Look, you, can, you have a whole year of studying tape, a whole year with your coaches, being involved, learning, yeah. being involved, learning the team's system, all that shit. Yeah, man. It's I, I think this whole awards, every award that they gave out was flawed. You know, the, the MVP, the, the rookie of the year, the coach of the year, coach of the year, all of them were just coach like, come of on, the man. Fucking so, year. But anyway, the, bingo of the, year. the yeah, NBA, the that's NBA that failed, award show I'll watch. The NBA failed with the, <laughs> the Hialeah car guy will get it. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we wrap up here, I, I, I do think there's this, this, I think the biggest key in this whole free agency drama telenovela that we got going on with LeBron. Uh-huh. I really, I man, I don't want to get ahead of myself, and I don't want to think, but I think that he'd have a chance here, bro. Stop. I don't. They don't have I, a I'm telling you, and I'm no. telling you, and this is why. This is why. Just because of the developments in the last week. Didn't you say earlier that you're a lifelong Dolphins fan? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I question all of your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, and, I, and only because of these facts that have happened in the past week. Go ahead. Number one, LeBron is saying that, you know, he's not going to do anything until this other stuff is done first, you know? What other stuff? Le- LeBron, he doesn't. He says, "Oh, let the Kawhi thing happen yeah, first. Yeah. All yeah. the whole thing." Yeah. Yeah. I think about. he gave a, a set date now. He, yeah. he's going to decide by a certain date. I think yeah. it's next Friday. So, yeah, July sixth. I think it is. Yeah. That's um, so that's so he's already like you know he's dictating some stuff here. If the Spurs are true to not trading this guy to the West, mm-hmm. there's very few options where he can go on the East. Yeah. And it would open the door for LeBron coming back here. You know what I mean? Secondly. The other big factor is, like I said, this whole thing about Paul George, I don't think he's that good. And I, I, I still think that he's – I have a feeling that he's not so committed to going to the West. I think he likes Russell Westbrook. I think he likes the situation in, o- in Oklahoma. And I think he likes $200-plus million that he can get by staying uh, there. Or two. And How many I'm not, of dollars? Uh, two, over $200 million that he would Stay get if he stays in Oklahoma. Home, well, that's what, that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. If he sticks around in Oklahoma – now this whole super team thing is down to two players, and one of the, and it's not even a given that, like I said, yeah. that Kawhi Leonard wants to play with LeBron. So LeBron and James, at the end of the day, might end up on a team without any of these two guys, which was unheard of or un- unbelievable a couple of weeks ago when all this started breaking. You know what I mean? Exactly. There's a so, very, why, so why would he go to the Heat if he's because going to take a chance, a back, if Kawhi, back? If Kawhi ends up going to Boston for a year and LeBron's like, fuck that, I'm not going to go over there. And let's, you know, I'm going to try to start something over here in Miami. And now all of a sudden he's surrounded not by Kawhi, not by Paul George because he stays in Oklahoma, but maybe there's a guy like Boogie Cousins or maybe there's some other trades that I'll can tell happen. You I'll tell you who. Give me who. Uh, recently, a lot of players have been coming down to South Florida to train. Uh-huh. One of them, CJ McCollum, was uh-huh. here training with Dwayne Wade's trainer. Yeah. And he told Hassan Whiteside, per my sources. Per your sources? Your bro? He said. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. Now you're bro. Now you're bro. I'm not giving it up. Go ahead. Never reveal your sources. What's wrong with you, man? That's journalism 101. Exactly. Journalism 101. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to throw you in the pit. Anyway. Burn these microphones. He said. Yeah. He said, tell Pat Riley I'm ready. Ooh. Okay. 
He said that to Hassan Whiteside. Where do I wash his car? Go out yeah. to CJ McCollum, bro. He said that to Whiteside because Whiteside ain't going to be around here. I'm, I'm sure Whiteside's yeah, gone. I'm, I'm sure anybody here. wants to leave Portland right now. Yeah. Nobody wants to be in Portland. Now, the other yeah. option is Cleveland. He, uh, LeBron sticks around one more year in yes. Cleveland and then Why? does this all over again next year. You know, right. so with that, I think, it's, uh, I think it's a good time to wrap it up. But, you know, I, I, I'm telling you this week, it seems like it could be a possibility that everything we thought is not going to make sense. And we'll see what happens next week when we go through this whole, you know, regurgitation of the same information and try to figure it out next week again. So the wrong yeah. James won. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Okay. So, well, Gus, thank you once again for doing a good job on the keyboard there. TD, thank you so much. And our friend Abel, pl- dude. Pleasure having you here, bro. Thanks You're for welcome anytime. Me. And, uh, I learned so much about basketball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love the the, 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 the poetry. poetry. I love I loved everything that we, we talked about today, dude. I, I love your vibe, man. You're welcome here anytime. And um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having Be me. Be sure to uh, – do you have any social media or anything you want people to follow? Uh, you nobody wants having? to follow me on my shit. Okay. But on you, MySpace? You, 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 you could, no, 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 my shit. <laughs> I'm trying to keep the poo-poo jokes for hour two. <laughs> my dick was hour one. There you go. Uh, no, just like I said in the, in the first hour, just jitneybooks.com for the Juego de Chicos book, Hinchas uh, de Poesia for the Odas of Futbolistas. And if you can find me on Instagram, send me, um, send me a friend request or whatever the hell they're called. Just like the way that I watch movies – I will get to you in two, maybe five years. Okay. okay. Nice. Awesome. So uh, with that, I thank, thank everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. Boom.